small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Mike Siegel. I'm Dave Hanson. And tonight, folks, we are... Uh, Pat, who's Dave Hanson? I'm telling you, Mike. First of all, Mike Siegel, <laughs> I'm in the producer's chair. There's no... Artie here is not tonight. That's not a sentence. No, no, I don't... Artie one sip of beer. Sen- I didn't even have a sip. I just smelled the cap. <laughs> uh, what we're doing tonight is Dave Hanson is back. He was here with us last year. The topic at that time was... Cover songs. Cover songs, of course. I wouldn't forget that, Dave. That was one of the best episodes. <laughs> Uh, Dave is an auction winner. You won an auction again this year mm-hmm. for uh, Smile Train. Yes. This year, it was not only to co-host and pick the topic, you also got to pick your co-host. Yes. Now, there's four co-hosts you could choose from. We know who you're not picking. That's Murray, of course. So that leaves yeah, us that's, three. That's out. Okay, yeah. And, uh, two attractive ladies two and attractive me. Two attractive ladies and an attractive man. He went with the attractive man. Yeah, well, it's a nice thing. Yeah. I appreciate it, Dave. Yes, yeah, Dave. You're welcome. I've known Dane for years as well, too. So that, that helped, I think, my standing, I would hope. I would think so. And how do you guys know each other? Through, like, PodFest, I think. And, yeah. yeah that's and all that stuff. And, and when I uh, played Chicago, uh, they were nice enough to come down to see me. On a weeknight, they took the train. They flew in for this. Yes, Dave and his brother. <laughs> and then I find out they're, they're at a hotel because, of course, they're at a hotel. Where would they be? Uh, the the Fonzie apartment above yeah, your garage. Yeah, you could have been in my fo- Yeah, you could have been banging banging Mrs. C. The whole oh, hey, Dave, you're engaged right now. Yes, I am. That's why you're not coming to Podfest this year, right? That is because right. that's when you're getting married. Yep. That so weekend. the same exact weekend. Same exact weekend. Wow. You get a hall pass from your fiance. You can bang around with Mrs. C. <laughs> now, the last time you were here, you brought your brother Ron with you. Yes. And Ron's also here tonight, but he's uh, he's got headphones on so he can hear the the beautiful music, but he is uh, not on mic. That's correct. All right. Everybody's happy about that. <laughs> How long good. do you think he can last without saying one thing? Until he grabs his brother's mic and yeah. <laughs> We're recording two with you because last time you were here, you did such a great job, and we, we all, we, uh, me and you and your brother have a love of Queen, mm-hmm. so I said, you guys did so great. The next time you come in, we'll just do a Queen episode. That's on me. It's a freebie. You don't even have to help children. <laughs> Well, they only flew 2,000 miles to see you. You could give them two, two episodes. That's what we're going to do. But there's no way we could do them back to back. So I hope right. that's cool with you. That's perfect. There's no way you're going <laughs> to. There's no way. There's no way. There's no. When does this one come out? Do we know? Uh, um, I can tell you on, it's on that other computer. That's okay. I have a schedule. I think it comes out in August. No, it's. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I do have like seven. 2018. I do have seven or eight in the can. Oh, my God. So, yeah. You're way ahead of the game here. Way ahead of the game. Good for you. Good and then bad because, like, when I recorded with the zombies, I can't slot them in in two months. So I needed to yeah, put you put that them in the same week. Yeah. So then I had to stuff that I had already uploaded to the site. I had to change the date and gotcha. Futs around. It's not digging ditches, yeah. people. So <laughs> uh, one more thing before we start, then we'll get into this um, topic and everything. Tonight. We're going to do a first listen, guys. Oh, we got right. some new uh, gonna new release. First, okay. We're going to do a first listen. It's a release that came out today. And I stopped trying to f- look, Dave. Dave's peeking and trying to find out what the first listen is. I was is. coughing off mic. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were looking. You're in my peripheral vision. Uh, it's an album that came out today. Uh, May the 5th be with you. Okay. Um, and, uh, Cinco de Mayo. Yep. And I bought it 
today, right down the street at Freak Beat Records on the way to the studio tonight. So this is totally fresh. I haven't heard a thing. And we know this band. Everybody will know this band. You and I have seen this band. Oh, okay. So we, everyone knows this band. Uh, we probably all, there's no way that we don't, that even these, not even these guys, there's no way that, that everyone at this table doesn't like at least six songs by this band. Okay. And you've heard the whole album or is this first no, for I you I haven't too? listened. No, I, I opened fresh, it up. Fresh, fresh ears. I opened okay, it up. Go. I put it in this computer and we're ready to go. But, um, so anyway, thank you for, <laughs> Dave, thank you for supporting uh, Smile Train oh, my pleasure. with your don- donation. How much was this tonight? Do this you remember? was uh, somewhere in the mid 400s. Oh, no, wow. That's, that's almost two surgeries. Because I had That's to bump, fantastic. Because I bumped it up to 500. You did? Yes. Just, was, just to lock in. Just to make, was that, that was, was there your, competition? Was there people? Uh, it wasn't as bad as last year. Wait a minute. Wait the fu- <laughs> now that's Cause, insulting. Cause it, it cost more last year. Oh, it did it? Yeah. Well, you Your know. stock's going down, Pat. Oh, well. It's not about me. I don't get the money. <laughs> Give me $100, you can do it. Me, in my pocket. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a nice thing to getting, do. That's getting, a great thing to they're do. They're actually getting two for like 400 bucks. It's a pretty good deal. Because they were good. Minus the plane tickets. <laughs> and, and lodging. And lodging <laughs> and you that guys, you did not provide. And you guys rented a car? Minus that, yes. too. Well, I will... I will provide lodging next time. I'll buy him beers after the show. I don't know what you're going to do. Brought beers. I'll buy him more. All right. Load them up. (laughs) You want to get down the street to some place? Sure. We're going to rock out. Cinco de Mayo, buddy. I got nothing to do but go home. You do now, friend. And you know what? If I get drunk, I fucking sleep on that couch tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have you? It looks kind of comfy. It's sleepable. I've taken an afternoon nap here. Like Sometimes I'll be somewhere and it doesn't make sense to go home. If I have to pick... Sarah up at high school. It doesn't make sense to drive home and then drive back to high school. So I'll just, I'll just come here and, yeah, take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> an old man. My life is tricky. My, oh, My life's tricky. Old man, uh, let's talk about our rock and roll show. So we got, Oh, so I do want to say, uh, by the time this goes up, uh, I have a Patreon page, people. Uh, Patreon is uh, where you go and you can support the show. There's different tiers. A dollar tier gets you nothing. Get you help. Hello, hi. Uh, two dollar tier, two dollars a month, folks. That's uh, that's twenty four dollars for less the year. than a cup of coffee. That puts you that puts you in line to win autograph stuff because uh, you will no longer be able to win autograph stuff via Twitter or Facebook. Only the two dollar Patreon tier will be eligible to win stuff. And at the time of this record, I have uh, eight British Invasion books signed by Harold Bronson. I have four uh, Odyssey and Oracle CDs signed by the original members of the band. I have three Stephen Piercy Rat CDs that are autographed, but you can only do it, you can only win those if you're at least the $2 tier. And some of those books are expensive. They're like They're 30, 40 expensive. bucks, right? Uh, Mike's friend Scott is going to come on here. Oh, he is coming on. Yeah. Oh, well, great. Because the publisher is sending me, there's, a, there's an unbelievable coffee table book about Odyssey and Oracle. And they're sending me five of those. And this guy's going to sign those. And I'm going to, and then... And here's the thing, folks. When I send you those, that all that postage and shit comes out of my fucking pocket. So really, yeah, you're, you're losing just, money on the deal. You're actually. losing money. You're just offsetting the cost for the past seven years of me giving because I like to give stuff out, but I also want to get stuff back. So, um, but there's other tiers too. Ten dollar tier. I'm uploading uh, content every week to the site, uh, video content, and fun stuff. So this is going to be fun. It's a new thing for me. Why did you make Dave fly to their house and deliver them personally? 
to the people. That would be great. Since oh, since go. he's yeah. uh, you know digging into his own pocket. Sure. Yeah, sure. Just add it up. He's very once he, hey look once you're married your wife's not going to let you do any of this fucking <laughs> bullshit. It's going to be you want to do what? No, you just stay here and listen to your records. <laughs> I assume that's a spot on uh, impression of your fiance. Not even close. <laughs> and her name is Ginger. Ginger. And is she going to take your last name? Yes, she is. Ginger Hansen. It's nice. Okay. I've never met an unattractive Ginger. A what, woman with the name of Ginger. What about, what about Ron? <laughs> Kidding. Ron's got red hair. Okay. Are you married, Ron? No. He is not. Are you, uh, are you best man in Dave's wedding? Yes. What if he wouldn't have asked you? That'd be pretty fucking sucky, right? <laughs> Punch him right in the face. Uh, okay. It's, it's in uh, Milwaukee's the wedding? It's going to be in Madison. Madison. Okay. Yes. DJ or band? DJ. Okay. Do you have a dance song? Did you pick one out? Yes, we did. Oh, is it Queen? No. Okay. <laughs> You're my best friend? No. No? No. Um, have you practiced the dance? Not yet. Oh, are boy. You a, are you a good dancer? I'm fair. You have rhythm? Yes. All right. But she used to do uh, ballroom dance in college. Oh, oh you're so. screwed. You're oh, fine. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're going to look I'm, like a stooge. She's going to lead. It's going to look, look weird. Like stooge. <laughs> oh, how'd you get caught up with uh, left foot McGill? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm not even supposed to be hosting, but it sounds like I am because I'm talking so much. What's your show? Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. Simple. Well, should we get into the topic? Who, Dave, did you pick this topic? I'm not going to do. No, we're going to do first listen. Oh, the first listen. Okay, that's right. Do a first listen. Now, I already explained this album. Uh, was that before we recorded? Or was that while no, we were no, recording? No, we don't know what's. Uh, you just explained that we all know this band. But did I explain it before we started the show? Or did I explain it? While we were on the show. While we were on Are the show. Are you losing your mind? Yes. What? Oh, my God. Okay. One sip of beer. I didn't one... have even one sip yet. I'm going to take a sip then when I have an excuse. <laughs> so it just came out today. We know this band. Oh, my God. What a mess. Folks, he had one sip of beer, and it's overflowed on his desk. It's a disaster. What a uh, Ron's going to get paper towels, or else my wife's going to be teaching tomorrow, and everyone's going to smell booze. Pat, why does my office smell like a frat house? That's because the Hansons came over. <laughs> they got done uh, putting on the foil and playing some hockey, and then we drank some <laughs> we beers. We were doing this. That's probably Milwaukee Scott, Milwaukee style. As many paper towels as you can get. Little Milwaukee's finest there. All right. Thank you so much, Ron. God, you're, you're, Ron, you and I are wearing the same shorts. It's like he never had a drink. Ever. What's the opposite of that, though? Oh, he's had drinks every yeah, night. He has a problem. Right. Yeah, right. So... <laughs> Well, Dave works for a uh, brewery. Yes. So you, you're drinking in front of an expert, and you just spilled half your beer. Right there. It's so, embarrassing. So far, not worth your money. I just talked not into a mic. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked into my beer bottle. Okay, All right, play the release. Here we go. I'm not going to play the release. I'm going to hand it to you, and we're each going to, you know, we pick a song. Okay. Okay, so the band is. A you ready? CD. You guys are excited, aren't you? Mm-hmm. The band is Blondie. Oh, okay. Now, nice. am I correct in saying that you you like at least six Blondie songs, right? At least. At least. Mike, we've seen them in concert. Yeah, absolutely. This album is called Pollinator. So I haven't heard any of it. I'm going to give it to Mike. And I'll give it to Dave. He's the, he's Dave's the, the guest. He's the guest. Right. He's pick, the auction winner. Pick, this is first listen. We've never heard any of this. Dave, you're going to pick the song. We're, we're each going to, Ron, you're even going to pick a song. We'll hear four songs. And then we'll, then we'll give it a thumbs up or th- thumbs down. Let's start from the top with Doom or Destiny. Okay. Is that the first track? First track. That's Clem Burke. 
I'm, I'm down with that. Okay. Yeah, I'm all right. I like that. I like that. Now, I can tell I have not been happy with the last four Blondie albums. That one when, with Maria, I was like, oh my God. And then that's, for me, that's. It was the only song it's on the it. The only yeah. song. Yeah. So that I liked. I, that kicked the, the album off. I hope that's not the only good one. What do you like, Mike? Oh, I thought Ron was going to pick one. Ron, what do you want to pick? Just, number seven? Number seven. This one's called Gravity. Gravity. Okay. Assuming gravity is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm thinking. Think gravity. So. Okay, um, the filter's trying too hard. I, that, I like that yeah. song, but I think I would rather like it without that filter. Yeah, on the voice. filters almost always yeah. bother me. But, right? Yeah, but I know. But I didn't hate it because it sounds like a good song still. Yeah. But okay, what do you got, Mike? What are you going to uh, pick? I'm going to go number four, fun. All right, let's uh, come on. The, the opposite of what think. we're having tonight. <laughs> Fun. Fun. Right. Now, so far, these three songs collectively have been better than what they've released in the past. So maybe they got it in gear on this album. So let me pick one. Also, I want to say uh, track 11 called Fragments, 13 minutes and 34 seconds. Ooh, I think we're, I we don't we, need that. I bet we have a sneaky hidden track in there is what I'm thinking. Ah. There's no way they've recorded a 13 minutes. Yeah, what are they, yes? Uh, <laughs> what do we got? Uh, I'm going to try this uh, song called Too Much. 13 minutes is too much. Nice. 400 plus bucks to host this podcast is too much. <laughs> Sounds like classic bump. A little heart though. of glass, yeah. heart of glass drumming. songs yeah these are nice all right there's a song called my monster i assume that's about my penis <laughs> no? no that's a leap that's a real <laughs> leap let's just hear how my monster starts i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm gonna go my this is the best album of the summer 
already. I think the best way to critique well, the album li- yeah, is listening 30 to seconds 30 of each. seconds of four songs. Right. Um, That's how the artist wanted you to listen to it. I give that a thumbs up, though, from what we I'm heard. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm all right. Absolutely. All right, Pollinator. Where's the camera? Camera one. Let me hold it to the camera. <laughs> Pollinator. All right, good job. That's uh, Chris Stein, Debbie Harry, and Clem Burke, and a bunch of young guns. Clem Burke we've seen around town more than once, haven't we? Yeah, I, uh, I'm not going to tell my Clem Burke story on... <laughs> on air but if you guys ask me after this i'll certainly tell it to you yeah i definitely need to hear all right cool all right so uh i don't know if you have a title for the episode i um i picked a title i picked one too did maybe you pick the one i was it i said all about that bass She do be. Bop, wop. Come on, get to the chorus. Well, that's all about that bass. That's Megan That's all Trainor. about that bass. Is that an, are you okay with that title, that's Dave? Perfect. All right. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play. Why did you pick the bass? I'm just interested. I mean, uh, that's not a. T- I, I'm cool with it. I just. I'm uh, cool with it too. Why? Uh, why that one? Um, part of it was. Knowing you were going to be my co-host, Mike. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because... Because you know I'm all about that bass. Exactly. That's what it is. Well, no, I mean, we both share the same love and, you know, nice soul funk okay. kind of stuff, and that, that would work well. Yeah. You have to eat that mic. You got to get on it. All right. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Hear that? Oh, yeah. look how nice that is. I know. I was worried about this because we did a funk episode, mm-hmm. and I was worried about... Crossover songs yeah, from that. Yeah, no I didn't want to make it too funk heavy, so mm-hmm. I, I do have some in there. Yeah. Because the funk especially is all about the bass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just the total bass groove lines, and I just didn't... I have a handful, but I didn't want to yeah. make it too heavy. So I, I tried to go more rock with it. But mm-hmm. when you're really starting to listen to bass, you know, it made you really forced to... Yeah. To listen to it when, when I was looking at songs for this, and I was just going, mm-hmm. wow. I mean, if you really have to do it, there's all this stuff happening you yeah. don't notice. Yes, I know. And I guess that's the nature of the bass. It just lays a blanket up there, mm-hmm. and you don't know it. But then when you're really listening, oh, oh yeah. man, especially with headphones. Yes. Yes. I recommend anybody write out and you know, just put on the headphones for this episode. Get a pair of headphones, people. Nice ones. Yeah. We got some nice bows on. We got, I need to get two more pairs so that when we have guests, they don't have to plug in their... Uh, are you okay? How, how's the sound, though, with your, with your, your earbuds? earbuds? It's, it's good. Okay. I don't like the earbuds for this show because then I can hear other things coming in, gotcha. sneaking in. But here's how we're going to do it. The rotation is going to be Dave's going to be first. Uh, we're going to bypass Ron. We're going to go <laughs> right around to Mike, and then I'll be last. Okay. Oh, you're playing music, too. I brought music. Okay. Do you not want me to play any? No, you go ahead. Do what you want. I mean, if, if you guys... <laughs> Dave has a problem with it. You don't want to hear a bunch of Journey bass lines? <laughs> Some might be okay. You don't want to hear uh, some Ross Valerie magic. You don't want to hear some <laughs> Chuck Pinazzo from Sticks. I don't have any Journey or Sticks. Okay, Dave. So um, you want to tell us what your first song is? Yeah, yeah. So I, fire it up. Yeah. So I started with uh, one of the songs we discussed a little earlier. Might be one of the songs that's played most on Rock Solid. Oh, uh oh. And it's a featuring a bassist that I just saw last year. You know, he was playing some festival in Madison, and. Uh, the bassist would be George Porter Jr. of the Meters, ah, who happens to be playing on Robert Palmer's Sneakin' Sally Through the Air. Love it. Yes. And uh, Art Neville mm-hmm. is on that one. Love this song. Listen up. Bong, bong, bong.
boom, boom, Remember, boom, just uh, boom. point at me when you want me to right. fade it down. Now, yeah. do you was this album in your iTunes? Do you own this album? Yes, I own it. Before you leave today, give me that flash drive of yours. Uh, a company called Culture Factory USA just sent me three Robert Palmer albums, remastered, bonus oh, tracks. Awesome. This is one of them. It's nice. this and um, Secrets and Riptide. Ooh. So uh, I'll give those to you. Awesome. I mean, I guess I don't get it. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, uh, I guess if, I don't, you, you like Robert Palmer? I'll give it to you. Well, I like that album for sure. Yeah, that's a good album. That's a ballsy debut album. Right? Yeah. yeah. It just seems so... I, I think they did it down in New Orleans. Yeah, I think. it was in New Orleans. Yeah, so. and then you got the meters with Art Neville on keyboards and... Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know if... And then his later stuff was not like that. Nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that... He did a little bit of everything, Robert Palmer. Yeah, he really did. And uh, way too... Rock and peace. Way too soon, Robert Palmer. How old was he? He was in his 50s, right? I think he was like 54. <sighs> so I got another year. <laughs> All right, Mike, you want to set up your, uh, yeah, your Stone um, Cold Groove? Yeah, well, one of the most famous bass players ever was uh, this guy, Larry Graham, from Sly and the Family Stone, and he is credited with inventing the slap bass with mm-hmm. the thumb and the... Is he a rock and peace guy? No, he is still with us. Uh, I saw him like, when Prince was in town doing those 21 shows when they were about to close the forum. All of a sudden, this guy walks out, and... Uh, Prince goes, give it up for Larry Graham. And you could tell like 90% of the people are like, who? We don't know. <laughs> and somebody's, you know, he gave him a courtesy clap, but they didn't. And he just goes, uh, Larry, show him what you do. And then he played this opening riff. Hold on. And he's like, this is what I do. And everybody goes, oh, that guy. We love him. We love him. So one of the most classic uh, bass riffs ever. Yep. Yeah, and the story I heard was um, he was the guy who introduced Prince to... Uh, Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness. Yes, that's true as yeah. well. And I also read that the reason he invented that style was when he was playing in church or something with his... His parents were musicians mm-hmm. or something, but they didn't have a drummer. So he would pick out like... Almost like his, his thumb was the bass drum. Yeah. And his finger was the, uh, the snare. So he would he would actually do the drum beat on his bass guitar. Wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Tricky necessity, so, the mother of invention. Tricky stuff. And then later, when he had a band called Graham Central Station in the seventies, mm-hmm. and oh, that was with Graham Elwood. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> so we got our first crossover. Oh, did you I, did I you have that, that one too? Yeah, too. that's one of the. Cl- I figured you would. That's oh, yeah. one of the. Uh, that's one of the classics. I didn't have it. I know. Which one do you have? Uh, I just rat. My, I is did, it rat? No, I flipped my order. This is one of my uh, my favorite uh, bass players. He's he's in my favorite band. He invented the twelve string bass. His name's Tom Peterson. This he little, invented the twelve string bass. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is uh, a little cheap trick. This is gonna raise hell. Gonna raise hell. Man. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's coming. Playing it. That's very yeah. There's a lot of air bass in this room today. Oh yeah. That's guitar. Got oh it. right. Oh. 
All right. There's Twelve a strings on a bass. Yep. Three times as many when, as no, normal. It's like when he's holding, when other guys would be holding one down, he's holding three. They're like very close together. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, it just gives it like a fatter sound. I don't play an instrument. I'm just make, <laughs> I'm making, I'm making all of that up. <laughs> it's more melodic. It gives uh, it a yeah, fatter yeah, sound. You know, when I play bass. The tone's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you got, Dave? Okay, so next. Feel I've, free to laugh, Ron. It's okay. Oh, he is. He's laughing oh. on the inside. Yeah. When something's funny, he laughs. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, that is a problem then in the room. <laughs> okay, so next one, I've got um, a nice, you know, it's a line everybody's going to know once it starts up. Right. But it's um, back in the stacks was in Muscle, muscle Shoals. Mm-hmm. So Duck classic. Dunn? Not Duck Dunn. David Hood. Oh, of the, uh, the, rec- uh, the not the Wrecking Crew, the, uh, the Swampers. Yeah. That's what their names. Wow, look at you guys with your bass knowledge. Yep. The studio band were the Swampers. Yes. Muscle Shows has got the Swampers. Mm-hmm. It's right there in Sweet Home Alabama. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Staple Singers. Yes. I know a place. Just one of those things again. When I was listening for this show, I would go back and go, "Oh yeah, that's all bass." Yeah, <laughs> that song is just totally bass. Mm-hmm. You brought up the Wrecking Crew, and I know that I didn't. I don't know if you guys did. Did you guys bring anything by Carol Kay? Female oh, bass you know player? what? I uh, I didn't either. Did I you ha- see that? Uh, I have one that she maybe played on. She might have played on, but there's, um, you know, people writing. Yes. And, you know, have things that say absolutely it was not her on it. <laughs> okay. You see that YouTube clip where she's like sitting down with Gene Simmons? No. And Gene Simmons is in a room where he's, she's trying to show him this famous riff and he can't get it. And she's like, no, it's like, mm-hmm. put your finger there. And <laughs> just, what are you doing? I'll show you. Hold on. Do you have it? This okay, there it is. <laughs> so this is Carol Kay and Gene Simmons is watching. Sweet. Try it. Sure. You, you sure. sure, Gene. Fuck it up. I'm Gene Simmons from Kiss. The fucking Donald Trump of music. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you got to do it with the with the beat, don't you? Yeah, idiot. You got to do it with the beat. Look. One and two and three and four and Pay attention, God of Thunder. Hey, War Machine, look over here. <laughs> Come on over to, to my house and I'll show it to you. Come over to my house. Yes, that's it. That's it. Oh, he had it. He got it. Okay, Gene. Gene's got it. Gene knows what he's doing. Gene's the best. I just got Did, uh, did Paul so- ever try to teach him bass? Let me tell you something. <laughs> I tried to teach one day. Gene came over and taught him saxophone. <laughs> It was great. Put his lips on it, blew it. <laughs> um, uh, me and uh, Kyle and uh, Mike Schmidt just bought uh, tickets to see Gene Simmons play solo. Solo? Solo! Where? Uh, out in Riverside? Is that a place? Riverside, <laughs> yeah, California? It's, it's way inland, yeah. Yeah, that's where we're going. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's hmm. as close as he can get to town? It's Riverside? It's just where he is, man. Why didn't he just go down to the whiskey or something? I don't know. 
wants to make it tough for people. <laughs> I guess. What is he playing solo? Oh my God! He'll play. He'll play God of Thunder. He'll play Radioactive. He'll play War Machine. He'll play Domino. He'll play Unholy. Has he ever blind. toured solo like this? He's never done solo shows like this. And I saw Kiss like two, three years ago. And Paul's voice is about a five or six, but Gene is a fucking ten still. He nailed it the night I saw him. He was the best part of the show. Well, now for, that for you, sure. uh, now that we brought up Gene Simmons, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go down my list. All I'm right. gonna have to go into uh, where is it? Number 18. Let me look there. Ooh. To my favorite kiss bass part. I'm going to bring it. I'm going to Did you bring him too? I did not bring okay. him. Okay. Okay, here we go. Get the time cue. Oh, here he goes. <laughs> there he is. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I taught him that bass part. Detroit Rock City. I don't think Gene's a bad bass player because uh, the first time I I learned that Kiss could play their instruments was in 1996 or 95 when they did the uh, Kiss Unplugged on MTV. And then you Mm -hmm. could really see, oh, yeah, they can play. I mean, you don't last that long if you can't play at all. I mean, it's simplistic, but they can play. Sure. For example. They got the three chords down. yeah, Yeah. For example, this Gene Simmons What song is this? That song is sure no something. <laughs> what album? That's from Dynasty <laughs> by Kiss. That's with Ace Freely, Peter Chris, Gene Simmons, and Paul Stanley. Are you going to bring, uh, when you see Gene, you're going to bring his solo album? I will. The Kiss Era solo album, mm. which is the worst piece of crap ever. Well, ooh, you've heard Peter Chris's, right? Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I stand corrected. I do like about six songs on that. And he's playing two of them. I think he's playing Radioactive, which is great, and Mr. Make-Believe. Who's in there? Cher? Uh, was Minnelli. it Liza Minnelli? Who, who? Uh, all Great. those people. Helen Reddy is on it? Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. Gene. Here's my, here's my impression of Gene Simmons singing Mr. Make-Believe. Mr. Make-Believe, let me live inside you, please. <laughs> Please. That's my Gene Simmons. That's, that's spot on. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. bad. Dave, we're up. What I do you think got? I'll take the vocals. <laughs> Let me tell you the Mr. Make-Believe. <laughs> I think I'm going to write a song about a spider. <laughs> <laughs> and the spider's going to be itty bitty. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Hey. Okay. So one of the tougher things <laughs> I found trying to go through this is mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, you you hit a bass player, and which song do you pick? Yeah. So, like, John Entwistle, who's who I'm going to play, so many good songs. I brought so two of his. Songs. So whatever you play, I'll okay. play the other. Yeah. A different I've, I've got two. So the one, I have two John, Ent- John Entwistle songs also. Thunderfingers. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Ox. The Ox. The guy with too many nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you have to be a little bit mad. To play with Keith Moon, I think. Yeah. And lock in. Yep. And so he, you know, he just phenomenal. Keith Moon doesn't play a hi hat. 
Okay. Drum nerd. Who's Thanks. this guy? I'm Colin. <laughs> Colin the drum nerd? Colin the drum nerd. Hi. Hi, Colin. He has no toms. I don't know if that's true. That's not, he has all. Yeah. He has plenty Mostly of toms. Tom. Yeah. He kicks he them over every time. doesn't play with cymbals. The only drummer who doesn't play with cymbals. You know, he had flash powder. <laughs> and it took away Pete's hearing when yeah, it blew Pete's up. Still good here. <laughs> he died when he was seven. <laughs> Okay, what song? I know what song. Yeah, so from from Quadrophenia, yeah, the, the first real song so that kicks fucking in. Great. It's the real me. Oh, I brought that one. Sure. Oh, that's so gorgeous. This is where the bass actually is the lead. Yeah. Every instrument in the Who is the lead instrument. You want more juice? Here, you can do it right here. That's what you want? Yeah, let the people hear it. That's to the whole oh, thing. I mean, it's just like, yeah. It doesn't stop. When you're really listening for it, we go, holy crap, that is busy. Mm-hmm. But man. It, and, and if you see him on best. stage, because uh, Ron and I saw him when they were touring Quadrophenia, the, what, 30th anniversary it was or something like that. It but, must have been um, right when he, so you right saw he died. Russell. Yeah, we saw yeah. And he's just kind of sitting on stage, standing pretty stoically, got the bass sitting, sitting real high, mm-hmm. and just the fingers are going nuts. That's it. It's phenomenal. I know, just like a yeah. video on that guy is just like, yeah. oh my God. He died like a month before I saw The Who for the first time. Really? What year was mm. it? 2002. Yeah. Okay. And I remember, I've told this story on here before. So look, this story's for new listeners. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've had people say, you know, you've told that story like three times. Get over it. Uh, <laughs> Counting Crows are supposed to open up. So we get there, and there's a sign posted out front that says, Due to illness, uh, the Counting Crows will not be playing tonight. And I turned to the people I was with. I said, a member of the Who died, and they're playing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so that better be the singer, and he better have some larynchitis. Because <laughs> right. if third guitarist <laughs> in the Counting Crows ha- has a fever, they should yeah. still play. If it's not Adam Duritz, then, right. then mm-hmm. go on with the show. Go on with the show. Show <laughs> must go on. Queen talks that. <laughs> right. All right. So, Mike, what are you going to do? I brought... Uh, well, I mean, probably the first big uh, bass solo that I can remember in uh, pop music. One of them, in rock and roll anyway. This is uh, number, where is it? Where is it? 14 for me. Uh-oh. You see it? Just say what the song is. Because I think I just, I, I thought you were going to play a John Entwistle thing, so I moved something out of order. I am. That's what I'm, don't, is, it, is it this? Change orders. Yes. Okay. Here, here's, the, here's the solo. Here we go. Come on, who was taking bass solos in 64? No one. McCartney? No. 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 Guys, if you go on the web, you can find uh, you can find isolated bass tracks. <laughs> so I found one by John Entwistle, uh, Baba O'Reilly. This is isolated. This Wait. bass nerd is very similar to your drum nerd. My name's Skip. 
jump ahead a little bit. A lot of people don't know. Unlike Why Tom- play two notes when eight will fit in yeah. there? Right. Unlike Tom Peterson, Pat Francis plays a one-string bass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's attached to a to a, a, t- a can, a tub. Yeah. <laughs> play it on the porch. A wash tub. David came right around. That was a, that was a rocking piece to John Entwistle. Yeah, that was yes. like a John Entwistle tribute block. Well, if you're going to do a bass show, I think he deserves right. the yeah. uh, the full treatment. That's mm-hmm. a whole block of rock that we just played. Yeah. Damn right. R.I.P. Okay, so the next song I've got is. You know, one. I think it's Paul Simon's biggest hit. Ah, so Kodachrome? No. Oh, okay. It's actually from the Graceland album. Oh. So, it's bizarre looking through the, you know, the personnel of that album. You know, Lady Smith, Black Mombazo. Well, that and just you know, even on this song, three people are listed as playing the bass on it. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. So Paul Simon. Uh, don't know where what Chevy, Chase. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, sure. There, yeah. And um, uh, Bakiti Kumalo, sure. Did, I have all his work. Right. So he's he's the South African bassist uh-huh. that did part of the bass run at the end, which I think is where I have it queued up. Oh right. Okay. But they, what they did in the studio was he recorded about half of it, and they just cut it off and flipped Looped it. it. So it's a palindrome, basically. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's, you know, just a nice, big, fat bass sound. <laughs> Let's hear it. You know, All right. Great. You can call me out. A man walks down the street. He says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle of rest of my life is so hard i need a photo opportunity you want to pull it up to about 314 don't want to end up a car to 314 yeah okay. that was a it's a really unique sound yeah that bass i wonder if it's like a foreign south african bass or something. i think it's fretless oh really We didn't get to the solo? I keep going? No, you didn't get to the break. Oh, well. I'll find it. Oh, there he is. Hey, there we go. Yeah, you could kind of hear the reverse yeah. in there. <laughs> the, uh, That's an interesting fact. Look, at it. Dave did his homework. Dave, right. Well, Dave was close because that song only went to number 23. You're kidding. I thought that was a, the album was number one. Yeah, late okay. in the evening, number six. Slip Sliding Away, number five. Fifty Ways to Leave Your Lover, number one. Fifty Ways. Loves yeah. Me Like a Rock, two. Kodachrome, two. How about Me and Julio down by the schoolyard? Uh, me and Julio only went to number 22. Mother and Child Reunion went to number four. Mm-hmm. But again, that's one of the most uh, recognizable. And maybe it was his biggest hit from Graceland. Well, no, but let me tell you that. something. Diamonds on okay. the Soles of Her Shoes. No, he's right about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, the album is, there's not really singles off that album. Mm-hmm. They released them, but that's... The album is mm-hmm. what's this, the thing. Yeah, there's not a bad track on it, really. No, that's a mm-hmm. great album. Fantastic. All right, it's my turn. I'm going to go mm-hmm. back up to uh, number two. That uh, I sent you guys a video of this guy explaining that uh, how Larry Graham, getting back to Larry Graham, was his uh, inspiration. And there's an online video showing 
him uh, explaining how to do the slap bass and how to do it. This is a very bass-heavy band, Flea from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, doing Stevie Wonder here. Doing research for this, I got a new respect for Flea as a bassist. Oh yeah, oh yes, and he's all over the place. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just—I uh, mean, he's busy, but he's—he's—he's uh, he's, he's got a groove about him. Are you the co-host that does not like Anthony's voice, though? No, that's not me. Who do I'm we okay bl- with it. Who do we blame? Kyle for? doesn't like it. Maybe it's Kyle. I think it's Kyle. He's not a host, though. <laughs> Let's be, come on. We can probably blame Murray, right? We can, sure we can blame Murray. I think Murray doesn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he likes Entwistle. I don't think he likes Paul Simon. I don't think he likes bass. I don't think he likes life or puppies or love <laughs> or happiness. Or flowers. Uh, loves beer and surfing. <laughs> Shut up, bro. Uh, okay, I'm going to stick with Flea. This is from 2011, an album that I really like called I'm With You. This is called Factory of Faith. Where do you hear this? <laughs> Swinging for the fence I was looking for the triple Never playing good defense Gunning for the glitter That's all bass That's yeah. no guitar in there Nope <laughs> That's Will Ferrell on drums <laughs> This is a great album folks If you have not heard I'm With You Get it It's really great 2011? 2011 2011 So that was after Californication I yeah, believe. yeah. There's a couple albums mm-hmm. After Californication okay. This is the last album Before the most recent album Which I have not heard yet Me either Got to get that. Flea. I haven't heard it either. No. What did you think of that Factory of Faith? I liked it. I like that. Yeah. I like Anthony's voice on that, too. I call him Anthony. Somebody else doesn't. We can't figure mm-hmm. out who. I'm Murray. It's Murray. <laughs> it's always Murray. Okay. So. Dave did his research. I'm going to tell you, Dave, I mean, I, I pulled the rug out from under him with the one of Paul Simon's biggest songs, but that's because I looked at Wikipedia to find that <laughs> out. But he's got, uh, he's got his notes in front of him. He's got, um, he's got everything... Uh, we had hours on the Locked plane in. to uh, do yeah. some research. What, you guys flew in from Dubai? Is that where you guys came in from? Yeah, exactly. It, right. it was a weird layover in there. Southwest, man. They, yeah. They, they'll, they'll go out of their way. It was cheap, though. So yeah, sure. It worked out. You just made 50 yeah. stops. Right. The layover was they actually unload the plane into a hot air balloon <laughs> while they're still in the air, and you just wait there till another plane passes by. Okay, go ahead. What's up? What do you got? Okay, so, you know, much like Mike, I was trying to make sure this wasn't just a funk episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank God. Yeah, I, I know. I for sure wanted to include some Iron Maiden. Oh, all right. Because Steve Harris really is Iron Maiden. He and is. He's mm-hmm. the guy. You know, he writes almost all the songs, mm-hmm. and you know some of the bass lines are so good and intricate. So one of my favorites is from the Seventh Son of a Seventh Son album. Great album is mm-hmm. the Clairvoyant. Oh, there he is. My bass is right over here. Where's your mine's right here? I go I go down to my knees like Paul Simon in no. the clash. Who's on drums? Is it Nico or Nico? Nico McBrain? Nico McBrain. Nico. Nico. Nico McBrain. He's been sitting in with Seth Myers a lot. 
You've seen Maiden in concert? Yes. I just saw them last year. Never seen them. I've never. Oh, you have to. Okay. Yeah. Even I, because you're still deaf, I think, from it. Oh my god! It was so. <laughs> it was the loudest thing I ever heard. Um, it was ridiculous. But you, like, I I knew about. I really only knew about. I knew about six or seven songs. The mix was so good. I could hear every mm-hmm. single word he was singing. Yeah. So even though I didn't know the songs, I loved every single song. The crowd is insane. Like they, it's all ages and everyone's like the whole place mm-hmm. is moving, but it's, but it's not violent. It's like, it's like, a, I don't know what it is. It's like, it was like a religious yeah. experience. There were two girls next to me that had to be 16 to 20 and they knew every single word, every mm-hmm. single song. And to look at them, you would have not, they just like, look like two high school right. girls. They weren't, they didn't, they weren't meddled up. They yeah. weren't like they could have been seen up. one direction. Yes, mm-hmm. it was so <laughs> crazy. Like I wanted to talk to them and yeah. say, "What is like?" I wanted to say, I, "I wanted to have them on this podcast." But how creepy would that be? <laughs> you want to come to Studio City? <laughs> I'm 53, getting my van. It was an amazing. You got to go see Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I, would go. Yeah. I only know a handful of their songs, but I would it check doesn't it matter. Out. Yeah. And those guys, they're running around. There are so mm-hmm. many spots on that stage where Bruce Dickinson could have died yeah <laughs> he's jumping over like openings and ju- running mm-hmm. around they're all running around it's nuts you know he's a pilot and he flies him around you know he's got flight 666 commercial pilot he wears the whole outfit and the rest of the band laughs at him behind his back all right i'm gonna move it on uh that was a good pick man yeah that was great to go clairvoyant when you're looking for bass songs, all of a sudden, you usually find it, you'll notice I have hardly any cues because it's always from the start. Yeah, you know, t- yeah from the jump. It's it just lays it in from the start. Right from the jump. Right from dude. the jump, dude. And uh, so Based this is another jump. one. Just start it from the top and you'll know it. Old Motown here. It's still 70s. Ron's leaving. Take care, Ron. Oh, he's just getting a beer. Papa was a Rolling Stone by The Temptations. Yes. Great nice. bass line. Very Don't know nice. who played it. Probably one of the Motown staff members. One of the Funk Brothers. One of the Funk Brothers. <laughs> so it was either, either Jimmy Jamerson or James Jamerson. But not Jimmy Jam. Not Jimmy Jam. Because <laughs> it was James and then Benny Benjamin was the Is there drummer. a James Jam? There should be a James Jam. I think so. <laughs> you know, he's formal. His mother calls him James Jam. But yeah, there were a ton of people that were Funk Brothers. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Strange. What do you got, Pat? You're um, working on something over there. I was just looking because I wanted to give some information. I uh, Two albums were released uh, early 80s. Uh, Neil Sean released two solo albums with a guy named, did he say, it's Jan. Jan. Jan, Jan, Jan Hammer. And these albums just were re-released just this past week, Untold Passions and Here to Stay. And I picked both of those up. Because uh, I didn't appreciate them back then, because I was expecting it to be. I only know that Lies song. Yeah, That's, yeah. I was expecting it to be like more Journey, and it's not. But I listened to these things this week. Mm-hmm. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, well, even just the even just Lies. Lies is I, great. I didn't really know it until you played it, yeah. Pat. And it's a killer I, song. I picked it up immediately. But this is a this is the opening track on the first album called Untold Passions. The song is called Wasting Time, 
And the bass player on this album, I don't even know who this guy is, Colin, let me see, Hodgkinson. Oh, nope. Colin Hodgkinson. Do you know who that is? No, not no. Yeah, But this is, uh, this is. Oh, he was in uh, Whitesnake for a time. He was? Right. Oh, you listen, look, look at, at that. that. Look at Ron. Off Ron, suck on that, music host. Here we go. Ooh. Yeah. And that's Jan Hammer playing the drums, too. Oh, wow. I'll put those on your flash drive, too. Yeah. That's awesome. You're that's fun. Love. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah. It's 80s, but it's fun. Yeah. Great. Nothing Good wrong with 80s. No. If that's your bag, and we know that's his bag. That's my bag. Mm-hmm. Sean and Hammer. <laughs> All right, Dave, what do you got? It's play, okay, on, it's so, play on Arm and Hammer. Oh, God. So much like The Who, trying to pick a Led Zeppelin song was I got one. very difficult. Yeah. I think I got a couple, because I couldn't pick, but I got one. So, Led Zeppelin II was a very bass-heavy album, and it was great. Yeah. That's uh, my top two favorite Van, uh, Van Halen. Top two favorite, uh, that guy, we're not playing any Van Halen. Uh, oh, hold on, motherfucker. Oh, are we? Oh. No, top two, uh, that's, that's in my top two Led Zeppelin worry. albums. What's number one? Well, it could fluctuate between this and I love In Through the Outdoor. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I, really? I love it. Yes, I absolutely. Love it. I, really I go with Houses of the Holy. That's my number one. That would one. be number three. That would be right in the top. Those would be my top three. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. flip-flop. Yeah. But two, that one, I had the cassette two in high school, is, and yeah. I wore it out. Yeah, wore it out. Two mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Did you get the remasters of these when they released the Led Zeppelin stuff? I don't think I did. You know, put that on your flash drive for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to pan out. You're going to file sharing <laughs> all over the place here. Look, I know that if he likes it, he'll buy it. That's right. Of course. Wink, yeah, wink. Of course. You're going to leave here with $452 worth of music. <laughs> That's worth it for the children. Mm-hmm. For the for children. The children. Mm-hmm. And two new smiles. That's right. So well, A smile and a half. A that smile one, and a half. That one the... kid's still getting made fun <laughs> of. <laughs> Thank you a lot, Dave. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Well, no, there was just no anesthetic. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they, they, they yeah. got the surgery done. Right. Toughens them up. Yeah. No sure, yeah, yeah. There was no scalp when they used a right. hot spoon. <laughs> oh, God. Look, I was, in this, I was in the room. I saw a surgery. It was amazing. It was. I did see one of the surgeries. I know I did. I know. I know you did. I know I did. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. Oh, what? I Where? Know you Where? Did. What? what? Surgery. Mr. Woodman. Yeah. <laughs> Carter. <laughs> All right. What are you playing, Dave? Okay. So um, what is and what should never be? Ah, yeah, sure. Are you asking me that or is that the song you want me to play? Yeah. Are you getting philosophical? Yeah. What? What? Where? Like a fuzzy bass sound yeah, in yeah. that one. Well, since we're giving uh, John Paul Jones some love, uh, I'm going to go to my peace. favorite. Um, he's still alive. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and as we all said, uh, looking the best out of all the remaining. Oh, my God. He looks incredible. incredible. Looks fantastic. Uh, I'm going to go with my favorite album, Houses of the Holy, uh, number 21, Pat. 
This is does I can't remember if uh, Christy hates or this loves is the what song. Cr- Christy hates the song. All right, crank. This is the crunch. <laughs> I had that too. This is for Christy. Oh Jesus, that's great. That goes out to Christy. And that was the most uh, air band song of the night so far. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we all joined in on that one. And we were all, I got it, we all locked we're in the on pocket. Point. Yeah, we, we were, were in, the in the pocket. pocket. In the pocket. Uh, let's give, I don't know if this guy gets credit, much credit as a, as a great bass player. Uh, I think he is, though. And I'm not even going to say the song. You'll just know it from the beginning. Pretty great, right? Yeah. But I look around me and I see it isn't so isn't there, I think there's a bass solo in there somewhere too, maybe. I don't know. It's another one of those that it's like, oh yeah, now that I'm listening for bass, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. huge. <laughs> that's, yes. the, that's the whole thing. But yeah. it's such a silly love song. It sounds it's such a lightweight and song I didn't, title. I didn't like the song when it came out. Yeah, I, I love the song. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> such a dismissive uh, attitude. <laughs> What's up, dude? Okay, so... It's coming around the table fast. Yeah, yeah. we're playing a lot of music here. So I'm We've only call- been recording for an hour. This is fantastic. It's Three good. more hours. So People I'm- like it when it moves. That's right. we got a lot of music. <laughs> Three of us are playing songs. Now you're things. being Christy. <laughs> I know. Pat, it's long enough. Let's yeah. end it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> you think it has to do with the episode? What do you, what do you mean? The recording company, maybe, is... The record... She wants to get away from you is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you just got to say it. Okay. She doesn't, she seems to like me when she walks in the door. <laughs> hmm. And by the time she leaves, she's ready to go. And by the way, <laughs> we can say whatever we want about her because she does not listen right. to the show. She absolutely does not listen. Mm-hmm. The only people that listen are Mike and Murray. <laughs> I don't even listen. No. <laughs> I listen if I have to edit out Dave's bullshit. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm going to call this next one a preview. Oh, okay. Because it's featuring Queen Ooh. and ah, John Deacon. A little teaser for little teaser. Uh, your, your And this episode, episode will go up before the Queen. The Queen will be will be down the road a little bit because uh, I can't have you on right. close, Dave. No, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll send it to you guys so you guys can hear okay. it though. So this is one I didn't pick for the Queen episode. I saved it for this. Okay, cool. So it's from the game, and it's Dragon Attack. Dragon Attack. Wow. It's a good one. So great. Who wrote that one? Did, did That's Brian May. Brian May wrote that yeah. one. That's so good. So just real quick, before as another teaser, Desert Island, you got to bring one Queen album. Innuendo. You too? Okay. I actually bring the game. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I love the game. Yeah. All right. All right. Innuendo. You got to hear Delilah then. <laughs> That's 
fun. It's worth it for all the other stuff. All right. I don't mind you a lot, Delilah, either. I'm going slightly mad. Jesus, that's great. Headlong is great. Well, just innuendo. Show must go on. All right, save it for the next episode. What? <laughs> what? And, this is, gonna... and, and just for everyone, Ron, it's your favorite group is Queen. And Dave, it's also your favorite group or yeah. top two? Favorite. Favorite. That's great. And Because I, I notice here, these are from the 2011 remasters. Well, of course. Yeah. That's the little the boxes, right? Yeah. Those are great. <laughs> All right. I love I love buying my music multiple times. <laughs> Thank you, record companies. They should be thanking you. That's true. The uh, so uh, we're gonna go to number five. This was gonna be a, a sequel stinkeroo, and then I listened to it, and I, I kind of enjoyed it. Wait a minute, it was gonna be a what? No, wait, no, I got a stinkeroo. Oh, you coming. got a stinkeroo. I got a okay. stinkeroo coming. Because right, we're gonna have some fun. This one, we're, we're gonna have some fun tonight with you guys that no one's ever heard. But okay. this one changed me over because it's just silly. Uh, this is uh, if this is the bass man's anthem. This is Johnny Symbol, C Y M B A L from 1963. Mr. Baseman, you've got that certain something. Mr. Baseman, you sit Johnny Symbol, one hit wonder. Yeah, that song's on. Fonzie's banging Mrs. C. <laughs> That's uh, everything's right. right in the world. He was one of those guys that uh, he had this hit and he's thinking, all right, things are going to go. And then the Beatles came and they go, we don't need you anymore, Johnny. Good luck with your rest of your life. <laughs> what was the drummer's name in that band? Bobby Bass? <laughs> Johnny Symbol. Johnny Symbol. Yeah. I'm going to pull out. Uh, that would always show up on like compilations and, of, you know, like not hmm. KTEL. It was. Like, you know, those package things yeah, you could buy. Yeah. One hit wonders of the 60s. How about when you see those uh, infomercials at night and like Roger Daltrey's hosting them? Yeah. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, Roger, you really don't have any publishing, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, see those compilations would be like that song and then Itsy Bitsy, Teeny Weeny, Yellow Polka Dot Bikini, things like that. Yep. Wooly Bully. <laughs> <laughs> I owned a couple of those compilations. Absolutely. Those are great. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit a little tease on the Queen myself. This is from uh, an album that... Uh, is much maligned, I think, in the Queen catalog. But I, I love this album. It really grew on me. By the this... way, Tease on the Queen is my favorite uh, Genesis album. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you sure that's not a Cat Stevens album? It could be. could be. All right. This is Body Language. Base rumbles yep. your uh, gut. Yep. Right there. Yeah. I think uh, for casual Queen fans, John Deacon would be the most. Um, what do I want to say? Is the, the least recognizable of the Queen members, and yes. yet wrote so many of the songs that you would not believe that he wrote. And we'll mm-hmm. get into that. Yeah. In the Queen episode, but John Deacon, way to go, John. Did he? Mm-hmm. Did he write another one? Bites the dust. Yes, yeah. he did. Okay. And yep. he wrote, "You're my best friend." Mm-hmm. We are the champions. No, no, okay. Don't, you could name you could name them all, Mike. No, I'm but go. <laughs> is that what you're gonna do? Yeah. Break free, Radio Gaga. Yeah, I want to break free. Radio Goo Goo. Yeah. Radio- no, that was no, Roger Taylor. Roger, Roger Taylor. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
we'll talk about it. All right. Yep. When Mike's We're done not, teasing Queen. Yeah, when yeah. Mike's not here, we'll talk about it. And we'll, have, <laughs> we'll have fun when Mike's not yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, great. You know what I'm going to put up on the screen behind me tomorrow while we're doing that? Queen videos. Nice. Yeah. I didn't see you jerks bringing in Johnny Symbol. <laughs> <laughs> what does Colin the drum tech think of uh, Johnny Symbol? I forget how to do that. First <laughs> <laughs> He's already gone. Don't know that we noise. already lost Colin. He already, he's I, back in the van. I'll have to listen back later. <laughs> All right, Dave, you're up. Dave, you're okay, up. so next, uh, going back to the Funk Brothers, a little okay. Motown. Love it. Uh, one of the best, you know, in my mind, uh, James Jamerson, you know, grooves, I guess, is what you'd want to call it, um, is... Nice early Stevie Wonder from seven or from '67 was "I Was Made to Love Her." Oh, I love the song. Boy, it's busy back there. Love it. Yeah, I never noticed yeah. the whole time I was singing along with it that it was all bass it's underneath. All bass. It's all bass. <laughs> this has really been a learning experience for yeah. you, Mike. Well, you listen with different ears, you know? Yeah, basically. you really do. Put your bass ears on. Put your bass ears. Uh, here's one. I got... Uh, this is uh, from 1971. This is our pal Tommy James without the Shondells. Aww. But, uh, yeah, another one where the bass jumps out at you from the beginning. <laughs> Oh, we didn't get to the chorus? Give me a chorus here. What? Dragging the line. Dragging the line. Dragging the line. Dragging the line. Still don't know what it means. Nope. Still have no idea. Well, dragging Mike, the line. I'm assuming. Fishing. Mike, I think it's fishing. Since you brought that song, I'm assuming it means cocaine. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you might not be wrong. Now, my next song is a piece of. Uh, 80s uh, cheese, big hunk of 80s cheese. Maybe big hair, splatter paint. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's from the. It's from the biggest selling duo of all time, Hall and Oates. This bass would be played by uh, T Bone Wolk, who rock in peace. And this song starts out with bass, and here we go. Oh yeah. That's G.E. Smith on a little guitar there. It's all Classic. Weird. But yeah, so I don't know. Would you call that, do you call Hall & Oates cheese? What do you? No, not at all. I don't. They're just, uh, it's pop rock. Well, we just saw good. them uh, yeah. last year. They were uh, foul cheese. Little Sweet stinky cheese. Jesus. <laughs> we talk about this a lot. We had, uh, we Darryl, had the. Daryl's voice was not in form. Let's just we, say. The Hollywood Bowl out here. 
is a very expensive venue mm-hmm. to get to get good seats. And massive. Yeah. Yeah, and, and if massive. you're in the back, you are in the back. I yeah, mean, they are tiny. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a, good in it, the back. I call it a rich person's venue. But yeah. we had free tickets because I the know... The best tickets we've ever got. The best tickets we've ever had. And Daryl Hall was fucking terrible. <laughs> he was terrible. And, and it was obviously like, angry at somebody off stage. He, he kept, kept turning and like, you know, and like, what the fuck? Like like, somebody like, was getting fired. Yeah, it's, it's like, mm. Mm, I don't think it's his fault your voice sounds sucky. Yeah, but, we fire your vocal cords. <laughs> but, um, and you couldn't even, you couldn't enjoy the seats because the show, it was really weird. Like we yeah. left and we were like, those were great seats, huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and they cut it about fifteen minutes short. Yeah, they and didn't play "Rich Girl" or no, "Kiss on My List." Nope, they did not. Really, they did not. Complete. Fifteen minutes. You don't have time for those two. Okay, you look on the gotta line. Go, you gotta can, go. You can really? see the set list that they've been yeah. playing, and yeah, they cut it oh. by two songs. Yeah, so I don't know. Man. Usually, that curfew at the Hollywood Bowl—it's eleven o'clock curfew—and it sneaks up on people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Duran Duran, they were just like, yeah. "We gotta go." Like, sorry, <laughs> no we're, we're, Yeah, they, they went over. It's my least favorite venue unless I have free tickets uh, from a management company. Yeah. But the Greek, fantastic. Love the Greek. Greek's awesome. All right, Dave. That was on Concert Talk. That's a little <laughs> segment we do here called Concert All Talk. Right, then. So my next bassist, I guess the moral of the story is don't do heroin. What? Wait yeah. a minute. That's Mike? my diet plan. Mike? <laughs> no, that goes out for everybody. Oh. Not Keep, just Mike. Keeps me lean. So <laughs> one, one of the, I'd say... Easily one of the best debut albums. Absolutely. You know, just top to bottom, it's all great. But one of the most bass-driven songs on the first Pretenders album sure. was Mystery Achievement. Love it. Almost brought it in, didn't it? Pete Farndon. Rock and Peace. James Honeyman Scott. Rock and peace. Rock and peace. <laughs> Love it. That fucking voice, though. Jesus yeah. Christ. My favorite voice of all time. Seagull's always my pretender's date. <laughs> We got and we gladly got, so. We got free tickets to see uh, Pretenders open for Stevie Nicks last year too. Those are great seats nice. at the yes. Forum. Yeah, Forum's a good place for a concert. Yeah, concert Can't talk. This segment talk. we do called Concert LA Talk. LA Concert Talk. We'll talk about every venue here. <laughs> Troubadour's great. Let's talk about the Viper Room. Viper Room. So I saw the nag of the Viper it's very Room. Very tiny. We saw the Bangles at the Whiskey. Roxy. Mm. Mm. We saw we saw uh, Grant Parker at the at the Roxy. We saw. Will turn. El Ray, <laughs> Echo, we'll keep uh, doing this. It's your turn. Oh, it is Mike. Me. It's your turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the not the original version of this very famous bass riff, but you'll know it when you hear it. This is uh, sampled by uh, the one and only uh, tribe called Quest in the '90s. You'll know it. Oh, password protected. No. Ooh. Yes. Your Apple Shoot. ID has. I don't want to I'm give usually it. very good about that. Uh, well, I haven't seen this for the longest time because that used to be your email address too, I think. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. The AOL? The AOL? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you, God, so, that's old. So what am I, Christy? I never make that mistake. I know. I rushed it. Well, you don't know because it plays at your place. It won't play I here. know. Okay. Sorry about that. Well, I'm, I'm sure usually you pretty find, good about find that. it on the web. Can I kick it? Yeah, it was Can I Kick It? And, and right. it's the Walk on the Wild Side. You want to just, do you want to do a little? Doom, doom, doom. 
Doom. All right, cool. But can I kick it? Yes. <laughs> you, yes can. you can. Yes, you can. Thank yeah. you. Well, Thank you, you don't lose your song, though. Pick another one. I'll pick another one. I'll just go down the list. You gave this guy some shit before. I'm bringing it back to Van Halen right. and Michael Anthony, who doesn't get any respect as a bassist, but he, I'm going to throw him some love here. He's a good bassist. His bass is just never in the mix on the albums. It's buried somewhere. But and also Eddie just drowns everybody out, mm-hmm. and so I've yeah. tried to, and so we've been trying to find his bass. There are parts, but yeah, but you found some. I found one. Okay, so this is, uh, this is a great one song. of my favorite songs. This is "Beautiful Girls." <laughs> this is my favorite Van Halen album. Two Van Halen two. There you go, Michael Anthony. I'm not saying it's better than Van Halen 1, but I like the songs on this album better than the songs on Van Halen 1. That's just me. Thoughts, Dave? Mm. You, don't, you don't agree? I prefer Van Halen 1. He's a purist. He's again. a purist. Somebody get me a doctor. Little Guitars. All the One. The Little Guitars is on 1984. Okay, sorry. Dance the Night Away. No, Little Guitars is on no, Diver isn't. Down, right? Diver, Diver Down. down. Yeah, Diver yeah, Down, yeah. sorry. It's a rock podcast. That's the part I'm editing. <laughs> right. Anyone who has more knowledge than me, that gets edited out. Uh, I almost brought in Jamie's crying. That was the other one. All right, here we go. I'm gonna be, I think I'm going to be the first guy to play this. Uh, Where Michael Anthony turns people off is when he, in concert, took a 20-minute bass solo, which yeah. never has to be done by anyone. No. And would roll around on the ground with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then drink uh, Jack Daniels. Daniels. Ice ice tea. I'm sorry, Jack Daniels. (laughs) Wait, ice tea. Whatever he drinks. Okay, this guy just got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame couldn't have inducted him three years ago when he was alive. Uh, Prog rock band, yes. Chris Squire. Mm -hmm. This is from Fragile. This is The Fish. an instrumental Ron you were mouthing something to your brother I think it sounded like you said fuck Pat is that what you said because that's what it looked like from here now does that go on for 25 minutes that song two minutes and 42 seconds interesting oh, you're right. a guy that says no to yes I say no to yes my whole life Kyle I'm not and a I, fan Kyle not and I are going to go see Yestival oh no that's coming out here they call it that it's called Yestival now it's, I hate him more it's the opener Carl, no. Pal- Carl Palmer Legacy uh, playing the ELP experience. No. Oh. You don't like Carl Palmer as a drummer. I remember this from last time. <laughs> then, you know who's in the middle slot there? Todd Rundgren. Really? And then Yes closes it out. That's a fucking Yesival. Oh, my God. Get a funnel cake. Oh. Old zonked out hippies on the lawn. <laughs> and then Kyle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, I could ask Kyle if he wanted to, to go. You want to go to the rodeo? Sure, I'll go to the rodeo. Yeah. Want to go to a lumberjack competition? What do they do? Cut down trees? Yeah. Oh, I'll go. Sure. Yeah. Is it then, free? Then you ask him if he likes something and he hates everything. Hates everything. Right. Hates everything. What do you think of Dave and Ron? Fuck yeah. those guys. <laughs> All right, Dave, you're okay, up. Okay, so I'm actually going to keep with Chris Squire here. Okay, cool. To a more well known. Yes. yes Thank you. And I had this too. Yeah. But I wanted to give I wanted to give a different flavor. Yep. But I 
I mean, this is this is this cool. is a great song. Totally. Is this roundabout? This is roundabout. Okay. I think this. We all had this on our list. I think I didn't bring it, but I think two of us had it. Yeah. You know how I feel about yes. That's not bass at all. Oh yeah, there he is. working hard oh, you guys yeah. working hard back there how much of that eight minute and 36 second song do you guys want to hear <laughs> i can hear the I, whole I think thing we're good. It's, i think it's, we're yeah, good. good fucking phenomenal did you see him play it at the rock and roll hall of fame induction i did not i didn't watch it, it went on that. for a little bit who did getty play on that song yes he yes put, he did yeah, yes and he then, did and then steve howe played bass on owner of a lonely oh. heart which was kind of cool awesome then and also in, in, in his Goddamn cape, in Rick the, Wakeman. In the induction, you. in the induction, really? in the induction speech, Getty Lee said, "Chris Squire's the reason I play a, a Rickenbacker bass." And then he didn't play one when he yeah. played Roundabout. <laughs> Wait a minute, you liar! All right, Mike, what do you got for us? Okay, uh, now it's time for a. Uh, I think this is the Seagull Stinkeroo right here. All right, now guys, we have a new sting. We no, I asked people a couple weeks ago to make. Seagull stinkaroo stinks, <laughs> and we got four. I've only heard two of them. I know, and we're gonna, and we're gonna, we're gonna. The four of us are gonna decide which one is the official <laughs> okay. seagull stinkaroo sting. All right. Now this first one comes from a guy named. Uh, I gotta be tricky with this too because they're gonna. You know what? I'm gonna make a separate playlist here. That way they won't. Uh, they won't bleed into the each other. You know what I'm saying? No. No. Don't doesn't. know what you're talking about. Well, I'm producing and I'm doing the the bullshit Kyle has to do. <laughs> so this first one comes to us from a, this, is, and I'm playing them in the order that they came to me. Okay. So the first guy that jumped on board with making a sting is a guy named Eric Thompson. Okay. So here we e. go. And let's hear this. Turn it up. Just keep it up. Seagull stinker. So that's that's the first one. That's no okay. stinkeroo. Uh, yeah, I know. So does he get he gets he gets point, points docked yeah. points docked for that? Right. Not even getting yeah. the, one of the two words. Right. It's an right. incomplete. Well, yeah, it's an incomplete. I, I'm going to give a shout it's out. Work to in progress. Eric but thank Tom- you for saying Eric Thompson. You did. I mean, obviously you put no thought into it, but you were first. So thank you, Eric Thompson. I just, oh, I just deleted the fucking playlist. What a fucking dick! <laughs> just call myself a dick. Try this Half again. a beer. Half a I'm not even drunk. <laughs> see him seeing spots. Okay, hold on. Let me drag this. Okay, the next one comes. What do they win? Do they win anything for this? They get they their thing's gonna be played every time you play a stinkeroo, which okay. is every Pride. show. Bragging rights. Okay, now this this guy's name I can't say. His it's his first name's Kyle and then Scarich. S K A R I C H. Scarich. Scarich? Scarich or Kyle Scarich. This is Seagull Stinkaroo Sting. Let's hear this one. I think it's time for a Seagull Stinkaroo. A Seagull Stinkaroo. Stinkaroo. What do you guys think of that? That's good. Not bad. I like it. You want to hear it again? Use my actual voice. He used my actual voice. Let's hear it again. I think it's time for a Seagull Stinkaroo. A Seagull Stinkaroo. Stinkaroo. Plane crash. Well, needless to say, that's winning so that's far. That's doing well. <laughs> it's beating old ET there. How great did you? I mean, 
this podcast that was, was clean. It came over yeah, clean. Is, when you guys listen to this at home, does it sound good? Yeah, it really does. I mean, I really want the show to sound good. I've, that's right. one of my pro tips. I tell people, if you're doing a podcast and it doesn't sound good, people aren't going to stick around for your content. Your content could be the best thing out there, but if it doesn't sound good, you're going to be like, fuck this bullshit. You mean like Rod Argent, who's off the mic? Maybe that guy? <laughs> God, look. <laughs> I blame Kyle for not being here. Okay. Okay, here's the next stinkeroo. Please don't delete the playlist, Pat. Okay, let me do that. Get rid of that. Oh, no, man, I didn't want to do that. Oh, my God. Stop hitting buttons. Hold on a second. Okay, <laughs> this comes from Kevin Quinn, the shortest of the stinkeroo themes. Okay. He calls this, or did I call it this? Seagull PU stinkeroo. Let's hear okay. it. PU. It's a seagull stinkeroo. <laughs> One more time. Hey, you. It's a seagull stinkaroo. Okay. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. The, the previous one is good. It's, it's solid. But this is funny. Yeah. Yes. It has, we're all I did laughing. like it. I did like it. We're all laughing at that I knew one. someone was going to put in a fart sound. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. knew it. So, I, okay. The mighty Quinn. That's what I call him. Here's the next one. <laughs> this one came to me today. This is uh, this is one of our great Facebook artists, Adam Jones, and he texted me. He goes, "Hey, can I still do a stinkeroo sting?" And I said, "I need it by three p.m. today." So, and I think he told me that he recorded Tough this deadlines on this show. He recorded this in his car on the way home. Okay. <laughs> so let's hear Adam Jones's Jones's uh, seagull stinkeroo sting. Let's hear it. Back. Don't waste your time listening to good tunes. Here comes a seagull stinkeroo. <laughs> well, look, there's a little, there's a little, some guitar. He's driving around with a little guitar with him. And um, that was, I mean, it's probably the best one recorded in a car. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it was uh, done in a car. That's pretty yep. good. And uh, look, Adam, you always have your, uh, your artwork. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I'm going to throw down a vote. I'm going to throw down a vote for the one with the fart noise. Yeah, me too. Yep. I think so. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyle already voted. And he Thank you, had, everyone, for submitting. Thank you, everyone who submitted. But uh, the winner... Oh, are you fucking kidding me? You just deleted it. Be <laughs> quiet. God, Don't like, shut it. Everyone shut up. He's working... Maybe take off the boxing gloves. Maybe that would be help when you oh, hit the button. Now they just typed in Stibaroo. Oh so that's why I can't find it now. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Is this the one that we like? Is there a nine-year-old child that could run the board? I think it's time for a single nope, that's stinker. Not that's not it. That's I, not it. I literally can't find the one that, that we like. This is staying in because who cares? Okay, here. Oh, 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 oh. There it is. There it is. Oh Kevin Quinn. <laughs> Kevin Quinn, you are the winner. You Every time Mike plays a stinkeroo, and you have to hope that he does it all the time. I'm about to play one right now. You do it every time. You I do usually play do a big one now. Now I have to. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Mike... Uh, just this was hard to find a bad bass line. What, what do you do? I mean, this was, I was looking and you're going, is there something that a, a bad bass line jumps out at you? It doesn't I mean, really. The, the worst there is is You don't hear it. Or yeah. you don't hear it or it's boring. So uh, this one is uh, a song that when it comes on, I uh, leap to change the channel. And uh, it's a bad bass line because he does it with his mouth. All right. Now I'm going to. This song I hate with a passion. Okay. I'm going to play this. And it was a hit. I'm going to play the sting right into the song. Okay. If you can. I can. Hey, you. It's a seagull stinkaroo. 
This is me running toward the radio. Rock in peace, Robin Williams. <laughs> okay, that's uh, we know what that is. Bobby McFerrin. Oh, you know what that was? Oh no. Hey you, it's a seagull stinkaroo. Kevin Quinn, you are so awesome. So my mom lives in this little town in central Florida, and the local college, during the winter when there's tons of snowbirds down mm-hmm. there, they have concerts. And it'll always be like older acts, like Engelbert Humperdinck will play mm-hmm. like the, the big theater in the uh, college, you know, that appeals to that crowd. I watch Engelbert. And so every month there's a new person. And she, I go, how were the shows this season? And she goes, oh, there was one person we just... It didn't like it was, uh, you know, this guy. He just he just goes hum hum hum, <laughs> huh? I go, what do you mean? He goes hum 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 hum. Like he was an Indian. What what is it? And he goes, uh, oh, he makes so- sounds with his mouth, and it's only him. I Michael go, Winslow. Yeah. <laughs> I go, oh, but don't worry, be happy. Yes, that's the guy. I guess everybody like people were walking out. And all this other stuff. They and the guy had the guy who booked it had to come out and apologize afterwards. And it was wow. like a big people complained that yeah, I don't it's know what they were expecting. I don't know what they're expecting either. Yeah, this guy. I mean, they obviously don't know. They subscribe and they go to see every show. Mm-hmm. And it's just like if you're not prepared for Bobby McFerrin, an hour and a half of him is a long. You think way. he does yeah. ninety minutes? Is it's it got just, at least an hour? You got to is contractually. It just, is gotta, it just him solo? I think so. He wouldn't do well in the boats. Is what you're saying. <laughs> No, no way. And that is the same crowd. It's the same crowd. Mm-hmm. So same you can't. Crowd. You got to give them what they want. You know, Oof. old All folks right. don't take kindly to that. They have no problem with walking out. Don't worry, it be just happy, take, huh? Takes um, takes um, a long time to walk out, but they'll get there. <laughs> but watching my mom go. Do you know this guy? The hum mum 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 mum. That's exactly like, how my I mom do. would describe it too. That you're talking about. Did you say I know a girl like that? Yeah, I yeah, like her. I like her very much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is uh, I'm going to go for a little Ozzy Osbourne from 1991. Now the album cover features Mike Inez from Alice in Chains, but he does not play on the album. He was just in the touring band. Uh, one of Ozzy's longtime uh, in studio guys, Bob Daisley, but plays bass. But Mike Inez also got credit because he came up with the initial bass. It says line. bass inspiration and yep. musical direction. Interesting. By Mike Inez. Mm-hmm. This was I want that job. This I was want- my last cut. Oh, was this it? the last one. Oh. I was like, ah, I'm going to take it off. And did, That's you, a good you gig. It, okay. Bass yeah. inspiration. Yeah. Could you go boop a doop a doop a doo doo doo? Yeah. Try that. Yeah. And yeah, I like it. Give me credit. Yeah, I'd like some credit. <laughs> and bring me, uh, bring me another slice. <laughs> Like that, Mike Inez gets a songwriting credit on that too. This is my favorite Ozzy Osbourne album. What's the name of that album? This is No More Tears. Yep, No More Tears. I think it's produced gorgeously. I don't know why he didn't work with these two guys again, Dwayne Barron and John Perdell. I don't know why. I don't know. Ninety one was a weird time because it's like 
the 80s metal scene is over and yep. his comeback was there and then now grunge hits two years later mm-hmm. or a year later and and guys like ozzy had a dark you know they're just like wait a minute this isn't selling and i, I, I think mm-hmm. this album did sell though yeah i think it sold i'm gonna check what it did, out. when did the next one come out after that uh after that it was uh well live and loud but we don't count that 95 uh, 95 osmosis mm-hmm. i like that album too yeah but no more tears is yeah, I, I'm pretty sure No More Tears sold a couple of million copies mm-hmm. easily. Because it's Ozzy. I mean, yeah. his fans are idiots. <laughs> I mean, his fans are great. Yeah, because it had Mama, I'm Coming Home. My, yeah. Oh, that was, okay. Yeah. It had gotcha. other hits on it, too. It had um, I Don't Want to Change the World. Like, hits, when I say hits, I mean, like, MTV-type hits. Mm-hmm. Mr. Tinker Train. Did Sharon mm-hmm. get inspiration credits on Time After Time. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a big song. Yeah. Ozzy! Let me tell you something, Daddy! <laughs> Take my guy Nez in there and let him give inspiration. I had him in the dressing room and he gave my poo-poo ting-ting some inspiration. Your what? My poo-poo ting-ting. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's what a British lady calls her... Her hoo-ha? Her hoo-ha. <laughs> her poo-poo. I actually call it my fanny. Yes, that's, mm-hmm. that's more correct. Not my ding-ding-boom-boom. <laughs> God. Dave, what do you got? Yeah, Dave, you're oh, up. Okay. Put an end to that, please. Look, so, I don't know. What am I, I don't know what I'm going to say. When the mic's coming so out. the next one I've got, folks, Patreon. That's the kind of <laughs> thing that you're paying for. That's the kind for. of gold you're exactly. getting on Patreon. This is one of the best names I could find in rock and roll. Muzz Skillings. Oh, yes. I know this name. So he is the bassist, the original bassist with Living Color. Yeah. And one of the biggest hits off their Vivid, Vivid album, produced by Mick Jagger. Vernon Reed, I believe, yep. is the guitarist. Vernon now, the guitarist. it was produced by Ed Stasium and Mick Jagger, I think. I thought it was, or at least this song was I'll just Mick Jagger. Okay. I'll look it up and we'll fight later. <laughs> but one of the best songs on the album, in my opinion, is Glamour Boys. Oh, yeah. I love this one. Good pull. I forgot this Mick only, like it. Mick only produced two songs on the album, but one was Glamour Boys, right. and the other one was Which Way to America, and Eddie, Ed Stasium, uh, I guess best known for his work with the Ramones. I really wonder if they should have been bigger. I think they should have been. Uh, it's funny. Mm-hmm. They're coming to the, uh, the Canyon Club venue. That's another venue out here. <laughs> and uh, I always get to go there for free, and, and Schmidt just asked me, do you want to go see uh, Living Color? They're coming to Canyon Club. But I only know like two songs, so... You can get it for free. It's five minutes from I your gotta house. Write, I got to write a review for it, though. I get it oh. for free, but I got to write a review. I don't know if I want to write a review for... They could be great. They could surprise you. I'll just write a review. This can you they, just go, and if you don't like it, not write the review? I did that when, uh, when we saw David Cassidy. Oh, right. <laughs> exactly. Because I just sent her a nice email and said, uh, my review's not going to be good, so do you still want me to write it? And she's like, I think silence is golden this time. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what she said. I mean, a reverse I, publicist. Yeah. I yes, like that. Uh, well, it's the pu- it's, that's the publicist for the venue. Okay. Okay. So, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he wants that out there. No. Nobody wants it out there. No. Did they have to give refunds? 
I mean, I didn't ask for one. I should have asked for one. I got in free. Yeah. <laughs> what the like hell? My, Start throwing Like my 55 chairs. bucks back. <laughs> people walk. So I, I have to think that people ask, got money back at the door. Oh, God. Jeez. So uncomfortable. Whew. Watching a guy fall down. Mm. Was it uncomfortable or was it the best show I've ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> I have to be honest. I was not going anywhere. <laughs> you couldn't turn away from that car crash. Mm. I've said it before. 30 seconds after he walked on stage, Schmidt and I, our heads are like this. <laughs> I'm looking like, at each other. He's drunk. He's hammered, dude. He's out of his skull. <laughs> Fucking wired. And it just never got better. He played guitar like, and look, dementia, if you have dementia. I talked oh. to people whose parents had dementia. And I said, could you watch this for me before I make fun of him? And everyone who watched it said, yeah, uh, that guy's drunk. That's not how mm-hmm. dementia yeah. presents itself. Didn't Dr. Phil say the same thing? Yes. He came on there. And I got to tell you, that's not how I see uh, dementia presenting itself. <laughs> and we have seen that people saw you chug down a glass of wine when you were at the Sheraton in Agora Hills. And David Cassie goes, I might have drank some water. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they might have seen. No, I think I love you. I think Dr. Phil and uh, Bill Clinton are the exact same guy. It's not bad, though. Yep. It's not bad. They're yep. both right. kind of spot They're on. They're both pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> we did Glamour Boys, and now we All right, do, I'm uh, up. I can, only do, I can only kind of do impressions when I have headphones on, because then you can really hear yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I up now? Yeah. yeah Let me do you. my Bobby McFerrin. Mom, just never make that sound again, please. You know the guy, hum, mum, mum, mum. Oh, stop doing that. Could have been worse. You could have said, this guy, glug, glug, glug. It's that guy. Mom, where were you? We were at a donkey show. What? What? They brought a donkey show into the rec hall. Okay, I'm going to uh, bring it back. I'll usually, one per show, I'll do some old school uh, 70s punk. And I'm going to go with uh, old time uh, British punk. This is the damned. No. <laughs> no, okay. This is a good one. Okay, cool. Just the opening. I love the opening for this one. This is yep. uh, the damned. So it's a lot of that. I did like the opening, though. It's a good opening. Yeah. Neat, neat, neat. That's the name of the song. Oh, I thought it was the name of the bassist. Neat, neat, neat. That'd be cool. Neat, neat, neat is his name, yes. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't get to the chorus. Uh, I'm going to play a bass solo that's in a song that everyone, everyone has heard the song. It's from a classic album from the 70s, multi, multi platinum. This song is also featured in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. This is Fleetwood Mac, The Chain. Jump right to the bass solo. Jump right to it. <laughs> Here we go. John McVie.
Scott McVie gets a writing credit on that song, I assume, because of that bass solo. Mm -hmm. I don't think he has any other writing credits ever. But I'm sure he's hurting for money. Well, when you have a writing credit on rumors, yeah, I think you're okay. Yeah, probably. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be. He's, my he's grandmother okay. say he's comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he used to bang around with the one singer in that band, Christine mm. McVie, and it's coincidence they had the same last name. What? Mm. What, are the really odds? what are the odds? What are the odds? Who do you take? I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna do sex question here. Oh no! I'm gonna name three women. From the and we're gonna, we're gonna from the say, 70s, yeah. Three women from the 70s, and do, do I say you get to fall in love with them? That's how I'll put it. Linda Ronstadt, Linda Ronstadt. I already made my choice. Oh, she was one of my three. Yeah, I know you, I know, I know yeah. it was coming. Linda Ronstadt, Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks, Carly Simon, Linda Ronstadt. Oh boy, I go yeah. young Ronstadt. Yeah, okay, you know what happens to her later on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she, <laughs> she falls apart quickly, guys. You, yeah, yeah, okay. But 70s, we said 70s. We said 70s. I mm-hmm. go Carly Simon. Yes. F. Mary Kill, guys. Let's do that. <laughs> no, well, Pilar has a, has a little bit of a Carly Simon look to her. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a type, is what I'm saying. What's up? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Dave, you got something for us? Sure. So one of the things that I had to play is a nice old funk song. Yeah. By Rufus. Mm-hmm. Sure. With Chaka Khan? Damn right. Chaka I, Khan. Did, I, almost didn't, Chaka Khan. I almost brought it. Almost brought it. Uh, Remember, Chaka Khan does the background vocals on uh, the Steve, that Stephen Bishop song, Save It for a Rainy Day. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. And you know, she's also in the Blues Brothers in the choir behind James Brown. <laughs> she's uncredited, but you know it's her. <laughs> Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, let me rock Chaka Khan. That's all I want to do. I feel for you. So, written and produced by Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Yeah. Tell me something good. Love this song. That was a time when Stevie Wonders was writing so many hits. It's like, yeah, I don't need this one. Yeah. Why don't you take that? Yeah. Like when Prince would give songs away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Barry Gibb gives Andy songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's a number one hit that we're not using. Oh, well, I don't understand why Andy wasn't just in the Bee Gees. He was too young. I mean, he, he was still a brother and a Gibb brother's They had already like 15 years of experience before he came around. Don't you think their mom said, uh, Oh, help Andy out. Yeah. Give, Barry, give him a hit, will you? No, I thought their mom was going to say, a boo, 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 a boo, boo, a boo, Give him that one song. You know how it goes. Hum, 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 hum. <laughs> oh, Ma, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Please tell this story at the next poker game. <laughs> our friends need to hear this story. It's just hum, 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 hum. That's a, that's, take that to the boat. All right. Oh, they're going to love it on the ship. <laughs> okay, this is uh, the one bass play part that I know how to play. Oh, really? Yes, and we can all play it. It's one string, okay. and then you just go down the fret on each measure, and then the last one, you let it go, and this is it. This is from Chicago, 1970. Crank it. Mm-hmm. 
Open it. Open it. Do, 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 do. I'm not going to show up at the award ceremony. I'm Peter Cetera. We had air trombone going. We had air trumpet. How great is that song produced? Dun, dun, Jesus dun, Christ. Dum, 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 dum. Yep. First we can Chicago. all do it, folks. First. Try it out. First Chicago albums with Jimmy Gersio, I think, is the producer. So good. Mm-hmm. So motherfucking good. Just good. I'll tell you what, that guy lays down some producing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Bruce is here? <laughs> tell you something, I got it. I tried to get Jimmy Gersio to come out of retirement. What was the, what was the title of that song? That's a... 25 or 6 two, one, two, three, ho. <laughs> here's a, here's a, you don't think of bass when you think of the white stripes, do you? Because you're thinking about drums, because yeah, the drumming is so drum great. Yeah, the drumming is hot. So amazing. Drum is tight, that drum. Seven Nation Army Doom. from Elephant. Now a football chant around the world in every stadium. Sorry about that. Dave, does this baseline, uh, is it okay to have this in this show? I'm going to say no, because I looked into it, and it was actually actually done on a guitar. Oh, it was? Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Hey, you, it's a seagull stinkaroo. (laughs) (laughs) You looked into it, so you thought about it, and then you did some research. I thought about it. On the guitar. Interesting. Kevin Quinn with this stinkeroo thing. You better, your pants better be around your ankles this whole show. You're getting a lot of love, Kevin. All right, All right you're Dave. up, Dave. Okay, so the complete opposite of the last song. I think, <laughs> I, think, I think one thing you can see with a lot of the really good bass players or the really good well-known drummers is that they have a really good bass player yeah. with them. So Rhythm John, section, yeah, the whole thing. John Bottom, Keith Moon. And Neil Peart here, mm-hmm. you know, but the same with Sting and the Police with you know Stuart Copeland. You got to have that cohesive unit, and so Geddy Lee, I think, is a very much so an underrated bass player. Yeah, he's really good. He's amazing. I think everybody just focuses on the voice, but mm-hmm. his bass playing is phenomenal. Oh, I got some. I don't know yeah. which one you brought. Let me hear it. So I brought YYZ. That's what I brought. See, in Canada they call it YYZ. Okay. <laughs> Listen to him on this. Go to a minute and 39 is where I have mine. Then I have it queued up there. You want me, you want yeah, me to jump to, into that? Yeah, minute and 39 there. All right, let's see what I love this part of it. Just the dome right there. And then I, Busy. Went, Busy. I, went, I went with a song from Power Windows. Okay.
awesome. It's buried in the mix a little bit with big money, yeah. but because uh, the the, pr- the production, the production was getting bigger. Yeah. But uh, there you go, Rockin' Pete. Oh no, he's still no, with he's, us. He's yeah. still with us. Now, let me ask. I, I can say, sure, I saw Rush with my now fiance. Mm. So there was a lady present. She was at the Rush one. Show. Yeah. Wow. So. Willing, How? she went willingly. Wow, oh, that was yeah. my next question. Yeah. Did you have to? Co- yeah. Did you have to cause Twice. beer? Twice. Twice. Did you no. have to cause beer? No. <laughs> did she? Did she enjoy it? She did. So she knew. She knows the music. She knows. What, she knew exactly what she was getting into through you. Did she listen before she met you? Ah, uh, she might have. Or did you just like beat her head with it in the car? No, no the, I think look. she she actually had. Look, you know my concert yeah. wife. She's a lady, yeah. and she loves Rush. So we've got two. So it's Suzanne and Ginger. <laughs> yep, Suzanne yep. and Ginger. We got to get these two late chicks together and <laughs> rock out to some rush. Now, and all the, the nerds staring at them. Oh, there's girls here. <laughs> Those girls. Uh, I got to go. Girls. The shirt, Women. My shirt says rash. It's like from a funny video they do, but I bought the shirt online. It's not, can't really buy it. My, like my friends made it. And then did I ever tell I you the, did I ever tell the story of the worst rush shirt I ever saw? No. Oh my God. This guy on the back of it. It's, all it said, I didn't even have to see the front. The, the back, all it said was, your honesty, yeah, your honesty. <laughs> and that was, I was like, you. And you know, he saw it and he said, fuck yeah. yeah. Oh my. Give it to me. Yeah. If you choose not to make a choice, you still made a choice, <laughs> whatever the fuck the actual line is. He saw um, that, he just, yeah. He looked at it. If you choose not yeah. to decide, you still made a choice. Yeah, your honesty. Yeah. yeah. Big money goes around the world. <laughs> um, do you think Rush will ever play live again? I doubt it. You don't think... The only way they would do it, I think, is if uh, Neil Peart comes out and says, you know, and says that all the fans, I approve of this guy, you know, but he doesn't have a son. <laughs> if he mm-hmm. had a son, Kenny his Ar- son would be the only one who could Kenny do it. Kenny Aronoff on this show said he would do it. Yeah, he could do it. And yeah. the other guys sign off, and then, but Neil Peart has to make a, an announcement to say, you know, be nice to this guy. Let it go. Now, He's good. Did Neil not want to play because physically it was taxing? Was Does it, he have like a like was it carpal the, tunnel or something like that? Or like, do you guys know? Was it the drum? Was it sure. the travel or was it the the drumming? Because if it's the travel, I thought it has like arthritis or something. I thought it's like medical. Medical? I think so. All right. Because I, I did not get consulted. I thought uh, maybe you guys opinion. knew. I thought maybe you guys knew. I thought maybe you guys had an in. No, Neil didn't call us. Because if it's traveling, then I think they should. Do like one of those Vegas re- residencies yeah. for like a month. Yeah, maybe playing 8,000 drums a night is, uh, takes its toll after 40 years. Yeah, I mean, look, Keith Moon didn't even use a hi-hat. So, I mean, I don't know why he's got all those drums. <laughs> Made myself laugh. Okay. Uh, Dave, you're up, right? Uh, yeah, we went around the horn with okay. our Rush with song. Rush. All right. Uh, let's move forward to number 18. Okay, I hope they're still in the same... Oh, 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 is this from a super group? It is. Okay, cool. So, a super group. We've already heard a little bit from Jimmy Page earlier tonight. Mm-hmm. So, throw him together with Paul Rogers. The Voice. <laughs> and Chris Slade. From ACDC might be where you know him best. Right? And uh, Manfred Mann? Yeah. Okay. And... um. Is Tony Thompson from... Uh, Tony Franklin. Tony, Tony Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. Tony Franklin. So, also, one of his big claims to fame is he predominantly used a fretless bass. Mm-hmm. So you get the nice... Tony Levin would do that too, right? Is it Tony Levine or Tony Levin? I think it's Levin. Levin? A yeah. okay. fretless bass. Fretless yeah. bass. 
Don't know what that means. Well, I'll tell you what it means. Well, Mike. someone was it's playing sh- one. It's a show-off thing. Your buddy yeah. was playing one of the zombies. Yes. Yes, he was. The short guy. Jim Rodford. Yes. Okay. So we're going to hear their, their, biggest, their hit. biggest hit. Radioactive. Haven't heard that in a long time. How did I not pull out some power station though? Mm-hmm. You said Tony Thompson. Tony like, Thompson. That's what I was yeah. thinking of. Yeah. How did I miss out on that? Okay. From Chic? Was he in Chic? Yeah. Yeah. I had some Chic. I. I do I still have it? I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to play that? Nah. No. Nah, what are you going to play? No. Um, I'm going to go right down the list. Uh, this is a guy, and his band. Uh, the leader of this band was just on a much more successful podcast. Uh, <laughs> this is. He just did Mark Maron's show. Uh, Mark Mothersbaugh. This is uh, Devo with one of the most famous uh, riffs. Uh, you'll everybody knows it. He talked about it a little on, on the podcast that he, it's really just half the uh, Pretty Woman riff. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Did so Marin they, just, ask, they, just, they just did a riff on that. I mean, they just took that and kind of ran with it. Did Marin ask you questions or did he say, yeah, so then you uh, wear those funny hats? <laughs> How'd that start with the hats? No, you tell a story and I'll, I'll be Marin while you're telling a story. Yeah, so then we got together uh-huh. in the studio with um, mm-hmm. with um, Roy Thomas Baker, yeah. and he decided that we should uh-huh. uh, put more keyboard yeah. on. Which, uh-huh. <laughs> does he do that a lot? All the time. All the time. One, there was the one a, thing I was always told in broadcasting school, never interrupt mm-hmm. people. With him. When uh, producer Richie Zito was on the show, and I listened back to that one. Uh, it's I tough heard, not to do. I heard myself do it, and I was like, oh, that is Awful. So I really try to curb it now. Now, you, time. now when you listen to Marin's, you're going to hear it all oh, Jesus. the time. All the time. I think he would know. He's a broadcaster. I don't think he cares. doesn't care. He's got a million dollars Seems a to work out fine. He's comfortable. He's comfortable. Here's a, here's a song that makes me think of my wife. It also makes me think of my youngest daughter. Carly Simon? Nope. Oh. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> that's right. You whip it? <laughs> yep, girl. For your daughter? Yep, you whip it. Beat him. So hot find my way. Forgot about that one. Yep, brown eyed girl. Great song, but one of those that if I'm okay never hearing again yep. ever. Because it's played mm-hmm. in every bar and every cover band, and it everywhere. fits into every radio station. Yes, and every cruise ship. Are you saying you would prefer the Jimmy Buffett version? 
No. Brown. Oh, okay. I'm not I thought that that's what you were trying to say. No. That's something that just never... That and American Pie never have to be heard again. We had Ever. a minor discussion at the poker table last night whether Jimmy Buffett's Greatest Hits album is actually a good album. And I, I do not like Jimmy... I don't like... I don't like what happens. At, wait, first of all, are you guys Jimmy Buffett fans? No. no, I don't like what happens at a Jimmy Buffett concert where the moms and dads from your kids' school think that they're having a good Binge time drink. at mm-hmm. a rock show. Yeah. We got a sitter tonight. We're it's going to see Buffett. To, it's just an excuse for to binge drink. And they yeah. do this too, right? We're going to see Buffett. They don't. They don't wave their fingers like that. And those women. <laughs> those women are so obnoxious at those shows. <laughs> so that's what. That's the element that I don't like at Jimmy Buffett. But his greatest hits album called Greatest Hit. Yeah, funny. There's, there's like there's like mm-hmm. at least five good songs. On yes, there. Come They're Monday's all. a great song. Come Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Pirate, Pirate Licks of Forty? Yeah, Fins. I'll admit, Fins I, is, I, I could do without. I've him. got a couple of his books, and they're actually pretty good. Really? Yeah. yeah I think he's a very talented author. He's, he's got a sense of humor. I know yeah. that. Talk about a guy who's comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my right. God. Yeah, that guy he's prints doing money. All right. Prints money. He's fine. The restaurants. The yeah. He's mm-hmm. just. Fine. He's just fine. Yeah. I actually want to look at the. I don't, this is off. This is off topic. But I'm I love look. when they show his concerts. Oh, Jimmy Buffett came here today by his seaplane. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he? <laughs> Good for him. Uh, songs you know by heart. This is it. Okay, here we go. Cheese, yeah. Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. He yeah. went to Paris. That's a great song. I like that. That is a good song. Fins. I could do without it. Son of a Son of a Sailor. Good song. Mm-hmm. Pirate Looks at 40. Yeah. Margaritaville. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. That's, uh, that's some 70s. We like that. It is. It's all come, 70s. Come Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my favorite one. Changes in Latitudes, Changes in that, Attitudes. It's mm-hmm. okay. Why don't we get drunk and screw? That's mm-hmm. novelty. You don't like, why don't we get drunk and screw? Uh, I had a lot of... <laughs> hey, you! It's a seagull stinkaroo. Uh, I went through every white guy, like, college phase of oh, music yeah. in terms of... I had a reggae phase. I had a Buffett mm-hmm. phase that lasted for about a year. I had all those, you know, um, ska. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, guys in my what college. What did Greg Barron call it? He had a midlife ska crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys at my college. We're getting a keg today. We need Buffett. Shut, up. Shut the fuck up. So you're going to get stumbling drunk. Yeah. All right. David, were you, are you next? Because I, did I yeah, just play Brown Eyed Girl? Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. So late 80s song, you know, nice, big LA hard rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not really known for the bass. No. But once you put the ear to it and you're really listening for the bass, this is a phenomenal song. All right. So... Number 20, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. I almost brought in uh, Velvet Revolver. Not real bass heavy yet. Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah, listen to it. Yeah, when you're really when listening oh, yeah. for it, he's working hard back there. Yeah. Is there, some, is there some heavy bass in uh, You Should Be Mine? Is there some, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I looked. I didn't God, have I've heard that in a while. It still yeah. sounds great. It really does. That holds up. It does. That does I not agree. age that one. Uh, Ron, just shake yes or no. 
who do you like better on drums? Do you like Steven Adler or do you like Matt Sorum? Sorum, me too. He's fucking way better. Fucking drug. Yeah, Steven Adler's a junkie. Yeah. Drug addled <laughs> Adler. He's a junkie. Okay, okay, Mike, what do you got? Talk about a classic. Uh, this is not, he wasn't Motown. This was, um, well, I got a Chicago love, man. This is uh, Curtis Mayfield, Superfly. Listen to this bass going. Oh, you missed the opening. I had a cute... You are slow. I took it right where you wanted it. Hold on. Now listen. Kyle's job sucks. Rock in Peace, the genius Curtis Mayfield. Superfly. You ever see that movie? Doesn't really hold up. No. Not at all. Does any black exploitation film hold up? I haven't seen Shaft in a long time, but maybe Dolomite. <laughs> they're remaking that. Of course. Somebody they told are. me they're they're doing a new version. <laughs> with who? I want to say <laughs> it's not um, with Denzel. No. <laughs> who is it? Oh God! Who's the little guy that's in all the movies now? Kevin Hart. It's not Kevin Hart, but uh, immediately I would have thought. Oh, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> exactly. No. You, you ever see the original Dolomite? It's yeah. so bad. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. But just filthy. Just really oh, yeah. filthy. Yeah, it was like, you know, late in high school. Yeah. You know, when you're, you know. My I first was, thought I was, was Eddie really Griffin. Drink. My first thought would be Eddie Griffin because of the undercover brother. He kind of did something like mm-hmm. it already. But, you know, y'all, it's going to be remade. Don't, don't fret your head. Oof. Yeah, right? Right? Dolomite. Superfly. <laughs> Are you guys ready for the bad boys from Boston? Sure. You mean Beantown? You mean the hockey team? Oh. Aerosmith. Okay. Oh, that's, that's nice. This was during the five-year period where they were good. Seventy-three. <laughs> 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 Is that right? Seventy-five. Toys in the Attic. This is my favorite Aerosmith album. People oh, right. say rocks, but I like this one better. The debut was seventy-three. And when the drums kick in, fucking killer. Worst Aerosmith t-shirt I saw. Guy's walking away on the back. It said, can't catch me because the rabbit done died. (laughs) No, now you're making that up. I am. Yeah, your honesty. (laughs) (laughs) What a dick. Oh my God! <laughs> he was not you with a, he dork. Was, he was not with a girl or uh, friends. No, ever. Yeah. No, never. <laughs> what a dork! Uh, I hope he's the guy that was really bald but rocking the long hair. <laughs> oh, yeah. The worst. The skullet. <laughs> the skullet. <laughs> Perfect. The skullet. The skullet. Oh. I'll edit that out so you don't get lined to the episode. <laughs> Oh, you're up, Dave. How many more okay. we got? What do we yeah, got? Yeah, what are we going to start wrapping it up? I tell you what, we are at a tight two hours right now. This is a lot of music, a lot of fun. Ron brought it. So, um, we said we each do two more. How's that? Does that sound good? You're, you're, you're the host. I think we'll, we'll do two yeah, more. Yeah, we can do I'm just, producing, okay. I'm just a producer. And then Dave, Dave's going to do the playoff, though. Okay. Dave, so, so you play one, one, two, 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 and then you're going to actually have You'll three. You'll get three, Dave. So pick what do your you playoff's going to be. I barely... All right, you'll get two then. You have three, though. I do, but two really should be kind of together. Okay, I can fill it. Right. So save okay. your play out and play one right here. All right, so 
We spoke of Chic, chic before. We did. We did. And this would not be Chic. Oh. But John Deacon of Queen happened to be, they were all hanging out. Is this a Nile Rodgers story? Evening. It was a Nile Rodgers Okay, story. sorry. <laughs> but uh, they were hanging out, and you know, I think, who knows where they were out in New York at the time, and then they got some inspiration, went into the studio, and that's where Good Times was born. But based on that, according to you know some Le- legend, he, means, legend. he yes. means Good Times, the song, not the TV show. Right. right. Florida yeah. and J.J. Walker yeah. had nothing to do with this. Yeah, according to some, I'm going to call it bullshit that yeah. I was really reading, <laughs> but there's people saying that Another One Bites the Dust was based on Good Times. And I don't hear it, I don't get it, but just because John Deacon was at that recording session... People say it was inspired. Inspiration by... is a hard thing to yeah to claim. You could say everybody's taken from everyone else if you really boil but it down. There's a guy on an Aussie album got credit for inspiration. Exactly, Mike Inez. Although I've told that story, the Good Times is a basis for one of the first sampling lawsuits. Oh yeah, because uh, Rapper's Delight is mm-hmm. is Good Times it's straight up. <laughs> and, and Nile Rogers yeah. walked into a club and hey, this is a uh-huh. hot new song. He's yep. like, wow, this sounds familiar because yeah. I wrote it. <laughs> Call my lawyer. There it is. It's from my Desert Island disc, <laughs> the game. These are the good times. Let's go. Few bucks further down the street with the brim pool and aloe. Ain't no sound but the sound of his feet. Machine guns ready to go. That's wall-to-wall bass, much in the same way that Blondie's Dreaming is wall-to-wall drums. I don't know who that guy is. This is this is all over. Store guy. This is all over. It's all over. You can call me Ollie. <laughs> Mike, you got a song? Yeah, number sixteen. This is uh, another one-hit wonder from the seventies. This is uh, our pal David Essex. And uh, again, when you listen for the bass, boom. Rock on. We talked about this. I'm getting, I get right into mine. No stories, no bullshit stories. (laughs) We talked about this guy earlier. Guess we're done with David Essex then. This guy is, uh, you got got some more? uh, No, I got nothing on Essex. All right. This guy's a pretentious (laughs) dick. Sting. Spirits in the Material World from Ghost in the Machine, 1981. I saw them on this tour. Fantastic, great song. Bow great Wow album. Wow opened up. Mm, I don't. Nice. I don't think. Um, I don't think the Police have a bad album. Mm, I don't yeah, think you they might do. Be right. Um, 
even the song on synchronicity that I like to make fun of, which is Mother, I don't fast forward it because it's I still kind of get something from it. Mm-hmm. So that's all. They had a nice run. They had a nice. They ended it quickly. They ended it on a high note, the highest note actually. And I think I mean they did the reunion tour, but I think it was even though I would have welcomed it, I think it was smart not to make new music. Right. Taints the legacy then. You didn't you didn't like Sting's new album, did you? You liked the one song and Um I like about five songs in the new album. I didn't hear that. I do thing. like Sting's first like three, four, maybe even five solo albums though. <sighs> really? Then he loots it up. Yeah. <laughs> they start spending too much time in the castle. Yeah. I still own them though, I still buy them. I still You're the guy. I'm still hopeful. You're the guy. I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm the fan you want to have. Once I'm in, I'm all in. You are. You're the most yeah. loyal guy. I'm all in with you, bro- You're brother. You're still seeing David Cassidy fall over himself. I'm all in, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that hum, 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 hum guy? <laughs> Never been a fan of his. <laughs> you saving your uh, play out, Dave, or do you have no, another I, one? I want? actually want to go and hear Sheik's Good Times. Oh, I have it. If you, you bring it? Yeah, I'll bring it. Okay. No, you have it right now? Yeah. Oh, take it. These are... Uh. Is it Bernard... Bernard Edwards. Bernard Edwards. Yeah. Yep, he produced the Power Station albums. Yep. Rock and Peace. There he is. We're talking Power Station. Robert Palmer's gone. Tony Thompson's gone. Bernard Edwards is gone. Now what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to me. Now Rogers, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recipient. Mm-hmm. Yep. Solo recipient. Yeah. Because he worked with everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Bowie. sleeps on a mountain of money. Let's da- Madonna, Bowie. Daft Punk. David Lee Roth. What? He produced your the Spanish. Fil- he album. produced your filthy little mouth. <laughs> oh, a horrible, <laughs> horrible album. And yet, do we have a Nile Rodgers produced song from it? Let's find. Oh out. no, it's not the hope. It's not that Spanish version of the no, no, no Yankee no. Rose. Uy, uy, oh, cerveza, whatever he's saying. Cerveza, cerveza. Come on, we have to have something from your filthy little mouth. We don't. And the audience wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Talk about a stinkeroo. Uh, oh, God, David. Lee Roth. Okay. Okay, I'm going to play uh, probably my favorite uh, Elvis Costello song. This is from, uh, you know, way back in the day. This is from the, the best of Elvis Costello. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> is it Armed Forces? This year's model. I'll look it up. By Nick Lowe, that was from this, this year's, year's model. model. Oh, what a, that's like a perfect album. Correct the mundo. So, is that your second before we go into the playoff? I can end it, uh, I can end it there. I keep going. It's up to you. 
Well, I'm gonna. I want to play one more little bit of isolated bass from John Entwistle. This is uh, "Won't Get Fooled Again." Oh. <laughs> Borders on some prog rock bullshit. <laughs> some noodling. See now, yes, just releases that album as a song, just <laughs> right. that alone. Yes, yeah. for twenty minutes of that. All right. So, are we are we wrapping it up? Uh, yeah, we can wrap it up. Are we wrapping Dave, it up? Yeah, okay, I, with I got Dave. One, did you I get one play? Did you get your donation money's worth? Yeah. Did you? Yes. You, yes, I did. Wait, Nassie, <laughs> I don't know. Because I'll keep recording. I don't care. No, we're good. Are you sure? Yeah. He's out of songs, he said. I got one more. He's got That's one it. more. He's been saving it. Well, let's do like some... Like a prom- precious gift. Let's do some promoting then. Mike, you host the Travel uh, Tales Podcast. TravelTalesPodcast.com. Bi-monthly, twice a month? That's twice a month. Bi-monthly. No, I think bi-monthly is every other month. It's is it twice a month? It's both. It can be both, it's right? It's both. It's confusing. It's what twice it a month. It's like yeah. my period. Twice a month. Absolutely. Um, it seems heavy. It seems like a heavy flow. <laughs> a very heavy flow. You are... Uh, and funnymike.com. Funnymike. What about on Twitter? Uh, funnymike on Twitter and Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. We are at Rock Solid Show on Twitter. I am at Pat underscore Francis on Twitter. Verified. <laughs> um, Patreon. You can't spell Patreon without Pat. P-A-T-R-E-O-N oh, dot com. Give me the stinkaroos thing Forward on that slash <laughs> Rock Solid Podcast. Uh, that's the best way to promote the show and and get something for it, some fun stuff. Uh, you are on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Beerman Dave. Beerman Dave, that's a good handle. That is a good one. Good Ron, news. you're on Twitter. Do you want him to say it, or do you want to say it? Say it for Ron. Pantless Rocker. Wait, no. Pantless no, not Rocker. Anymore. <laughs> Pantless Rocker. Ronnie Aces. Ronnie Aces. Ronnie Aces. Ronnie Aces. You don't want anyone to find you. Are you on the run? <laughs> Wasn't he the drummer from Whitesnake, Ronnie Aces? Ronnie Aces, maybe. Um, he was with Johnny Symbols. Oh, right, Johnny Symbol. <laughs> I, I don't know who's doing... Hey, Mr. Bassman. I don't think I assigned uh, artwork yet for this, uh, for this show, so I don't know who's doing it. I will say, though, Kevin Quinn, you are now a part of the Rock Solid family with your Siegel PU stinkeroo. That was great. Mm-hmm. Good job, Kevin. Uh, Dave and Ron, thanks for traveling all this way to be here. Dave, thank you for donating to Smile Train. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's it. Kyle is at Kyle Dots and Funny. Mm. <laughs> and um, were you going to play us out? What are you going to play us out with? Uh, the last song. So it's a great way to fitting s- fitting to start out a debut album is The Killer's Hot Fuss. Starts with Jenny is a friend of mine. All was right. A, was a friend of mine. Okay. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.